Macho Man, yeah! I think out of all 37 episodes, I think that entrance or intro is probably the, the, the best one that we've done so far. Well, we used his music for the third episode. No, we didn't. No, we didn't? No, we didn't use his oh, music Oh, we didn't for use music episode. at that time, did we? No, we didn't. We had no music on the show. <laughs> it was just <laughs> Not us that talking. any of it is our own anyway. Yeah, it it's not like our own music, but then like we started doing like... It was like I think we just started with like taking back Sunday songs and stuff, and then like one day yeah, we we're like, let's just do. Uh, you're right. You're right because it might have been beat up car. Beat up car. Time. Yeah, and then the, it's just like let's just do the, wrestling the, songs. Okay, beat off God. Beat off God. <laughs> the first yeah. time I was here, you played uh, Rancid, and then after that, it's all been wrestling themes. Yes, oh, it has I been. You say it's all yeah. been downhill over there. <laughs> yeah. Well, also every time I come over, I don't know how this we should works. Just play but all Christian's music for you. Yeah. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> every time I come over, I'm wearing like an article of clothing of the theme and you never tell me beforehand <laughs> like you did kevin owens previously i was wearing yeah. a ko shirt and now today i'm rocking my macho man zubaz and you play macho man's theme. yes so it's kind of perfect yes it is a three-man booth once again here on sons of flip radio it's the third man the third man my name is thomas lisi when your co-host always joined the most handsome man in the room alex drayton hey, and hey, that third voice that is very familiar his third time back on the show Ladies and gentlemen, if you Mr. smelled his toys, <laughs> that he, beautiful he comes, smell up he comes rocking in smelling like comics LJ. and old LJNs. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the infamous big Jeff noise is in, ha- is in the room, is in the room, is in the studio today it's in the building. Jeff, the what's place. going on, man? What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. Again. No, no problem. How's the uh, how's the toy business world these days? Well, it's the holiday season, so business is absolutely booming. It's a beautiful <laughs> thing. I have mm. a big smile on my face, so. That's, uh, You're like our Noah's Arcade, like from Wayne's World. It's cool. It's hip. It's <laughs> Noah's, Noah's Arcade. arcade. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody out there looking for last minute vintage toys, hit up Jeff's uh, Instagram, his eBay, his Facebook, Noise Toys, it's and only only figs. Yeah, onlyfigs.com. Only He's coming out next <laughs> week, and then make sure you check out his YouTube show, Noise Toys, and subscribe to that bitch. Thank you. I'm going to start taking pictures like the Shawn Michaels with the belt, but just with like an LJN in my lap. <laughs> well, hopefully a couple oh, wow. of a couple, uh, I was going to say. I was picturing carded LJNs. I get to pick the figure. If the I'm picking a figure. Speaking of figures. If it's well, a galoob, that ain't going to work. Well, maybe you can use the Akeems that you have yeah. to cover it, give you this square, speaking square footage. Speaking of LJNs, do you have any Mr. Fuji's? Uh, yes, I do. Because that's an awesome figure. figure. That's a great one. I love it is. the I love the cane that he, he has. The cane in it. Yeah, I don't know I why. I kind of wish that he had like the demolition face paint though. Yes. Yeah. Not the powers of pain face paint, but no, nah, no, nah, I want the demolition. When he one. when he became a traitor at, at the first annual Survivor Series. Yup. Yeah, he switched from uh, the demolition to the powers of pain. Then he to switched from demolition. face paint. To face. He Fuji, did. Fuji, I liked him doing the face paint better than Jimmy Hart with his jackets. Although Jimmy Hart's jackets. Jimmy are Hart's. Great. Jackets are infamously good. They're, they're mm-hmm. great, but I don't know what it was about Fuji. I just loved it. Yeah, I mean, I I like Jimmy Hart's jackets like in the early '90s. But when he was at like Survivor yeah. Series, he would have jackets for all the team members. Like, yep. and I remember one of them was like Dino Bravo, Earthquake, the the Mountie, and somebody else. But I love when he rocked the Dino Bravo jacket because it was just white with like the Quebec flag on the back. That's all it was. It was so good. It was yeah. very good. Could you imagine if he managed RVD? 
Oh, Jimmy and, Hart? The yeah, like oh, that would have been great just because of the airbrush. Like you like that kept that dude in business. You know, and, Jimmy Hart R V D Ryback. And you know what you know what about managers <laughs> these days? Or back Joanne then fabric uh, <laughs> essentials. I don't think any managers from the golden era would do well with any wrestlers from today's world. Well, it's, totally it's just a different, different ball game. Yeah, Plus it's so. I don't think they would be I think that the managers Because they've gone be away appreciated. from the manager <clears throat> being the accent piece. Because now they're, you're they supposed to be the total the package. They to be the total package. Yeah. And that's, I don't know if that's Vince being cheap, you know, because he doesn't want to hire extra people. <laughs> well, I mean, or is it that they just want somebody to do everything? Probably a like, combination of But there's of so both, many you know, few Vince. people that are the rock compared to somebody who had a manager and needed a manager. Right. I personally miss managers. It, I think they a, were a an awesome art thing. form. Totally. Totally. But like you don't go to like wrestling school now to be a manager. No. Although like that you turn into one if you can't really cut it. It's yeah. like what they say, those who can't teach. Right. Yeah, with my phys ed degree, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right Thanks about the managers. That. You're right about the managers. I mean, trust me, I miss like Bobby the Bobby Heenans. Heenans of the world, the Jimmy Hart's of the world, the slicks of the world. Slick you know? is <clears throat> well see what always confused me was like the manager wasn't back then, it wasn't just um, exclusive to one person, it was like a stable of people. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. So, like you know, the Heenan Jimmy family, Hart, Jimmy yeah. Hart, the Heenan family. He's running back, and you'll see Jimmy Hart on almost a whole broadcast. <laughs> yeah, switching back and forth between jackets yeah. and whatever the fuck he's carrying to the ring. Well, that's like, what, what was awesome with uh, Macho Man's debut. Like he had like a, like a good match, and we like me squashed a dude in like two minutes. And then afterwards, you see him like posing in the ring, and all the managers rushed out to the ring because yep. they to kind of like get you know yeah. to, to see who they could get hooked mm-hmm. up with. I thought that was awesome. You never seen anything like that. Yeah, that was badass. It was definitely badass. The um, you mentioned Slick being underrated. So today's episode for everybody out there is going to be dedicated to underrated and overrated superstars. Plus, we're going to give it a, a preview of. This coming Sunday's last pay-per-view of the year, Table of Lodge and Chairs, Enter the Storm, right? That's the catchphrase. Yeah, Enter which, Shikari. Which was funny because they didn't even, like, they don't address the Enter the Storm on the poster. They just, like, throw it in at the end. They they said it <clears throat> once on a broadcast maybe a week ago, yeah. and then I haven't really heard it. So they're what they've been doing in this COVID era is adding taglines to things. If they matter, like some of the taglines have actually played into the storylines. The greatest wrestling match ever. At Others match. just... They were just there. Yeah. Do you think they did that because AEW did Winter is Coming? Probably. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a dig. Oh, they're reaching for that. Well, like, I think, you didn't I mean, really need to. Like, well, I think NXT's no, doing that. didn't have to. But you, NXT's you just, doing that, You definitely. just went down a couple pegs by trying to put yourself on their level when yeah. they're not. You You're know? supposed to be like the almighty. You don't acknowledge that they exist. Exactly. But you absolutely acknowledge that they exist by doing those stupid-ass taglines. Correct. Yeah, yeah. NXT, New Year's Evil. <laughs> right well, on, that, uh, the that, you know what that reminds me of the old um singled out uh you remember watching oh, yeah. singled out on mtv oh, yeah. that's what with, it looks like with chris hardwick and uh um, jenny mccarthy Jane originally McCarthy. then yep. it was carmen electra correct i used to watch that show when i was a oh, kid me too yeah all the time because jenny mccarthy it. oh yeah and then yeah, carmen electra which, uh, yeah, yeah of course so like when we talk about underrated and overrated superstars like you mentioned that slick was underrated Right. Yeah. As far as managers are concerned, I I I would put Slick definitely in the underrated underrated category. Um, he managed a lot of big names. He and did a lot of like good workers, and he like brought a lot of attention like during the matches. It was good. Mm-hmm. He did his job. It was it was awesome. 
But compared to, you know, he never gets mentioned. It's always Jimmy Hart. It's always, you know, Bobby Heenan and like all those guys. Mm -hmm. Slick Mm -hmm. was just as big during that time. Yeah, because Slick had the natural Butch Reed. He had Akeem, Big Boss Man, a.k.a. the Twin Towers. Bad News Uh, Brown. Bad News Brown, the one-man gang. Oh uh, which God, was basically, which was Akeem minus the African gimmick. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> a much better idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And uh, no, I mean, Slick Slick does get his recognition when they do the, you know, uh, throwback Raws when he comes back and does his little dance in the ring. But when you put him on the list of managers during the golden era, like Nobody Jeff said, no one really brings his name up. Because, um, I mean, who, who did you have? You had um, Heenan. You had Hart. You had Slick. You had Frenchie, Frenchie Martin, Frenchie Martin. Uh, <laughs> right? Fuji, Frenchie Fuji. Martin. We were talking Mr. about Mr. Fuji. Mr. Fuji. Kimchi. Kimchi. <laughs> yes, Kimchi. I had a thing about Kimchi, yes, with Kamala. Hey, Kamala. Mr. Yep. Fuji's another one. I mean, Mr. Fuji, he was a former tag team wrestler, right? Comes in, just demolition, powers of pain. Fame, like, you know, wrestler. Yeah, and Yokozuna. And great manager. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, him yeah, and Yokozuna think, was all yeah. my... I'm glad the you said it. Perfect combination. Yep. Like, I mean, I, I actually feel a little chill coming on. Yeah. I love it both of them yeah. together. Yep. They were perfect. I absolutely love Yokozuna. I think he's he's one of my favorite wrestlers all time. I just always and it's enjoyed sad because him. his his you know obviously his run was so short, but yeah. in that short period of time, he they strapped epic. the rocket to him. Yeah. He oh, was yeah. big. Yeah. You know, and like, like and and every feud was entertaining. Yeah. You know, it was absolutely entertaining. And he did what he could in the ring. Like, he was phenomenal for being that size. Yeah, for being huge. Like, he really killed it during that time. And to actually put on what looked like good matches with, like, Hogan, who fucking sucks. <laughs> but, like, um, the match with Bret Hart is a great match. Go back and watch, like, yes. uh, him and Bret. Like, yeah, you know, WrestleMania, they, they WrestleMania 9, WrestleMania 10. And his belly-to-belly suplex was, like, convincing. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. His leg drop is a finishing move. Yeah. Not Hogan's, but his leg drop is a finishing yeah. move. Big so, you know, one of the big reasons why I wanted you to come on the show is because we're, we're talking about overrated, underrated. So, getting the getting the eyes of a professional wrestler, like some of their some of their move sets that make them underrated, some of their move sets that make them overrated. But, um, like you said, for Yokozuna, for me, in my opinion, Yokozuna is a very underrated wrestler. If you look at the history of the WWF, you know, champions and all this stuff like that. I don't think he gets enough credit for what he did. No. Him well, being... Like I said, it was <clears throat> such a short period of time. Uh, obviously, you know, he passed away and everything, mm-hmm. but, like... It, and his career was cut short in general. Like, even yeah. when he yeah. wrestled at the end, he was 700 pounds and couldn't do anything. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they, each year he, he gained it got, another It got pounds. worse and worse. Yeah. You know? But it was unfortunate because, you know, during the time... You know, he they tried to do like therapy for they him. They did. And, you, I see. I seen. Uh, you know, which you got a WWE Network about I'm, that. I'm kind of shocked because Vince, but <laughs> you no. know, but they actually tried to do it. It's just he had a addiction that he couldn't overcome. Yeah, yeah. I like, mean, so many of the they wrestlers said he got kicked out for of addiction. Uh, uh, see. All you can eat buffet. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know? yeah. he's he ate chicken that was covered in mayonnaise. Like yeah, every day. Uh, like that was his go to meal. He had to probably smell like Hellman's. Oh, God. And like, Imagine being in a ring with him sweating, smelling like Hellman's. He dripped KFC gravy. Yeah. But like, I, I don't care. I fucking love Yokozuna. Yeah, I mean, so do I. I mean, because at the time you had Bret Hart. Well, you had Yokozuna was champion. Yeah. Then you had, uh, well, you had Bret. Then you had Yoko. Then you had Hogan, which made zero sense. That was yeah. only built 
to make Hogan's ego bigger than what he was, knowing mm-hmm. that he was fucking leaving. Yep. Yeah. You can tell because he was all puffed out because the whole steroid scandal at mm-hmm. the time. He had no reason to be there at WrestleMania 9. And then to have... It was a, to pad the stats at that Yeah, point. it was yeah. to pad the stats. And then he drops the belt to Yoko at the 93 King of the Ring where the match was placed in the middle of the card where it was kind of a, hey, Hogan, here's your bags, fucking go. Yeah. Which was perfectly fine, but it was a shitty ending. It was a shitty match. And I felt bad for Yoko. And then what did he show up at Disney World afterwards? Yeah, he did. <laughs> he had a fucking parade. Wait, I mean, Jimmy what? Hart. The fireball was awesome. The fireball, yeah. Oh, I mean, the fireball yeah. was awesome. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever I see... love that match for the fact that they had all the photographers around. Yeah, well, like, see, the they ring. made like, it a big. Really they made cool. it a big they deal. It, yeah, yeah. I love how they Which, did that. Which I'm now looking back at it. Now you know why. Yeah, but before you were just like, what the hell? Yeah, like, had... what's going on? Yeah, why? <laughs> it had to be big. It looked. Yeah. It was built as big. Yeah, you had all the Japanese photographers rooting for the Samoan guy. Yeah. Yeah. bro. No, but I mean, honestly, the matches, the match that he had with Brett at WrestleMania Nine was really good because you you're comparing. He, he's the biggest guy in the company. He's over five hundred pounds against Bret Hart, who's what two thirty, two forty, maybe, maybe wet. Yeah. yeah. So like to keep up with that pace, and he moved for his size, dude. He absolutely did. he moved for his size. Yeah. Like he would do like spin. I seen him do like a couple spinning, spinning heel kicks. kicks. Yeah. Like the I'm like, dude, splash in the corner always was. Like, I'm lucky if I can shit. get out of bed in the morning. This guy's fucking <laughs> flying. You know what I mean? I'm lucky if I don't roll my ankle on the way to the toilet at seven o'clock in the morning. I do worry about he, you he, and your he, wife. He's doing spinning heel kicks and like connecting them to make it look. His savat kick was great. It must That's be a kicking. straight kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kick was great. Mm-hmm. No, but I mean, I definitely, you know, if if we're going back to golden era wrestlers, I mean, my obvious ones. I talked about it. A billion times underrated to a Rick Rude, underrated Ted DiBiase. Yeah, um, we talked about. I just Ted don't think that they get the enough day. credit for anything that they really ever did. I mean, Bam Bam Bigelow. Okay, mm. Bam Bam Bigelow's underrated. Like another big guy who could actually the, really move. Hundred percent. Oh yeah, like, White. The well. guy hit a moonsault. Yeah, he would do. He <laughs> yeah. would come to the ring doing cartwheels. He was what like three fifty, right? Three sixty. No, he was almost four. Really? Like, he was almost four hundred. Oh, okay. Like he was, he hovered around like you know three ninety. Who was his manager when he first started? Um, remember his name? Was that? Um, shit, it's on the top of my tongue. Um, I know the last the last name. I think it's uh, isn't it like Alfred Humperdinck or something no, like Oliver that? Humperdinck. Oliver, Oliver Humperdinck. Oliver Humperdinck. And it was started with an O. I had that. Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> yeah, Oliver Humperdinck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that oh. was weird. It was really weird. <laughs> the guy had like bright red hair and like a huge beard. Yeah. And he dressed up like in very shiny uh, suits and bow ties and had you a see, cane. He made no he sense out, being yeah. with a guy like Bam Bam Bigelow who came out with flames on, on his, his head. Yeah. Yeah. It was billed as like a badass. And then he got this like bright colored like because he outshined yeah he outshined the, yeah, the it, talent which he, is he, he looked not like a, the way to go looked, it he, made no sense yeah. a very shiny captain lou he looked like to me yeah just some red hair yeah, yeah, that <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. it did he looked he looked like captain lou about just with a yeah. shiny suit on and red hair but like when you when you talk to a lot of like you know smarks everybody you know we all love and respect bam bam bigelow but you talk to like the normal average like you know avid wrestling fan and they don't even mention bam bam bigelow yeah but when you really think about it, that guy killed it in WCW. The guy was an ECW champion and television champion and put on some of his absolute best matches there. And in WWE, he he was amazing too. 
Like Bam Bam Bigelow is totally an underrated talent, and he had the decency. and he needs to be in the Hall of Fame. It's absolute bullshit oh, that he's not he, in the Hall of Fame, and and he had the decency to get pinned by Lawrence Taylor at WrestleMania 11. I mean, yeah, if you're he did the job to LT, if you're that much of a professional, high on coke at that time. Oh my god, so much oh coke. God, yeah. But I mean, if you're like that much of a professional that you're okay with letting fucking Lawrence Taylor, like you know, be over on you, that's fine. But uh, so know, he was like, he was a big giant fan he, anyway. <laughs> I remember well, the altercation. I, I hope so. He was a huge giant fan. I remember so, the altercation at the Royal Rumble. What did you want to give that guy? Like, his, like, hey, give him his due. Thank you. Right, mm-hmm. you give him his due. You do the job. You get, the, you know. Yeah. Well, I thought they the were supposed to. Um, yeah. I thought they were supposed to induct him last year when everybody Rumble. Wa- I mean, every, when Mania was in New York, everybody wanted it because yeah. of that. For yeah. that reason. So yeah. instead, we get fucking DX. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, like, do we really need more? Like that, like the whole. Like, I don't like the. I don't think DX the yeah, exactly. Thing. I don't like that at four all. Four Horsemen, yes, I would say Four no, Horsemen. But just put them in individually because you could put the Brainbusters in. Absolutely, as a tag team, to be yeah, in. Tag, as a tag team, yeah, yeah, they hundred percent deserve to be in. That's tough though because their their reign was short. Granted, they were champions. Well, but Tully I mean, and Arn though. I mean, they Tully were and Arn, for yeah. a long time. So yeah. I mean, they absolutely and in other companies. So I mean, they totally deserve. Well, to that be. that's for them to choose. Do they want? To, you know how they're yeah. very choosy on it's what the, it's they want the whole to acknowledge bullshit. and not. It's the whole bullshit of like he's a two-time you... Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Like they just want to do that gimmick and it's dumb. Right. Yeah. Rick Flair capitalize off of all the other Hall of Fames. Rick Flair is a two-time Hall of Famer. Hogan technically is because he's an M- well. M- Triple H. They were talking Booker about when T. Triple H mm-hmm. goes in for his his final one. He'll at that point he'll probably three, be three or four times. Yeah. yeah. Are they going to put Evolution in? Yeah. I thought they did. I thought they did. Did they put Evolution in? I thought they did. So Randy Orton's already a Hall of Famer? No. Oh, Cody Rhodes no. is a Hall of Famer? They probably not. That's oh, wait, Legacy. No, that's Sorry. Legacy. Yeah. But like um, I know uh, Batista? Get... It will um, be. Well, Batista was going to get in solo. This year. Yeah. Evolution. This year. Evolution's... Me too. I just listened to his music before I shut my car off. Nice. Evolution's not, but they will be when Orton retires. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, right there, obviously, Randy Orton's going to get in by himself, and then Orton will get in with, with Evolution. It, right. For the celebrity wing, can he please put in Lemmy for Motorhead? Yeah, well, They uh, didn't? I I don't think he's in. Are you kidding me? But, like, but you have, Chris, you have uh, Kid Rock in there? Like, yeah, you got fucking shit-ass Kid Rock. You got that other... Kid, uh, Rock, Kid Rock's in it, though. I'm not going to... Drew Carey's in it, too. I'm not going to mention the one, but... Controversial. It's a bunch of them. Oh. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He, his name is not going to get brought up because we're not doing a political podcast. Oh, well, we'll just say the president of the United States is in the. That's a huge, yeah, speech. <laughs> yeah. But um, but, but yeah, like um, yeah, Bammer, love Bammer, yeah, Bammer, Alabama. I mean, uh, yeah, he was definitely obviously the first big man to jump off the top rope like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. He changed the whole yeah. maybe move set for some big guys. It, if you think about it, like, you know, he was a reason why, like, you know, head shrinkers came out and started, like, kicking ass, too. Mm-hmm. It was like, head shrinkers are no small guys either. I love the head shrinkers, and they, they were big. Mm-hmm. You know, both of them were big. They were over 300 pounds each. Yeah. And uh, they could move. The top rope splash was always, like, killer. Um, Rikishi's super kick is is great. You know, he his kick was always awesome. Um, and uh, Samu, was, Samu was great, too. They both were awesome. But when you have guys like Bam Bam and then the guys that followed, you know, who influenced, it was obviously him because nobody did that for being that size. Yeah. 
And even like the juiced up dickheads like Warrior and shit like that. Yeah, like, I mean, know, like they didn't do anything. They didn't leave their feet. He had that running shoulder tackle that was garbage. I mean, I'll dial it up. I'll dial it up right now. I'll throw it up on the board that he's obviously he's number one under. He's like overrated. Overrated. Yeah, number he's number one overrated. There's no contest for me. There's no com- comparison. Yeah, I got some other ones, but for me, it's all it's Warriors definitely number one and. He just got pushed for a size and for the face pain, and he's you know the, the look, kids. The gimmick them. is good. The, the gimmick, gimmick was, was great, good, great, but the gimmick. work was terrible. Yeah. He's a garbage person. Yeah. I'm sorry, you know, you're not supposed to talk ill of the dead, but right. he's a garbage person. If you put him, if you put him into today's <sighs> wrestling climate, oh my it, god, it would be horrible. so exposed and look pathetic. Yeah, it would because I mean, obviously, today's wrestling climate, there's no jobbers anymore. There's no Iron Mike Sharps of the world. There's yeah. no Brooklyn yeah. Brawlers of the world yeah. where where you get Mike your... Mike Sharp f- was a great trainer, though. Mm. If Iron Mike Sharp are good, you know, a little bit of credit. Isn't he, he was a good trainer. No, he passed. Oh, he passed. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you, like, back then they were getting their four minutes of glory, yeah, against a jobber, but now <laughs> you're not getting four minutes on, on, t- on Raw against no. anybody. No, no because I mean, you know sometimes, all the time the... Uh, our truths of the world he gets sometimes the there'll time. be squash matches on raw like when ricochet squashed tucker like three weeks ago that was like two minutes and 30 seconds and you haven't seen him you haven't, haven't seen, seen tucker, tucker since tucky tucky you um, haven't you haven't seen a lot of people on on raw because obviously the programming has been very stale and they've been focusing their attention on a lot of the same people week in and week out that's what we've always been saying yeah. we've always been saying predictability 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 it's getting too sometimes predictable sometimes it's now. good but in, sometimes in, it's good. like last night's raw was nothing that said nothing that screamed to me that it wasn't predictable the only thing that they i felt they built around were were two things was Bray Wyatt and Orton which, was which smart. has been a very good lead up it has, and I think they touch base with the burning of the house again. Mm-hmm. With that's what happened yesterday with him going into that box and it being burned. Bray Wyatt went in; the fiend came out of the flames. So I think that's symbolic too. So I paid attention to that, although I was half asleep, but I still yeah. figured that out. That's the best program. And the other right storytelling was Drew McIntyre and uh, uh, Styles. Styles. Yeah. They said they mentioned it on the broadcast early that he has a winning streak going on. And he basically cleaned house all night. So, you know, that's either saying that he's going to lose. That's fine, but why are they, like, wedging in Miz and fucking Morrison? I don't know. The only thing I can think of is I'm looking at the Money in the Bank briefcase just to keep it in your thought, right in the back of your head. Again, the Miz has the show on TV. He's he's everywhere. But he said it's the last one until probably the new year. So, I mean... Um, the last episode, I guess, they aired last night. So yeah, and there's something brewing with Sheamus too. I, what I do think he of, didn't. Um, uh, McIntyre didn't come out again. What I do think is going to happen. <clears throat> this she- is my, and Sheamus can't cost him on Sunday, and I don't want to jump ahead because we'll talk about well, this yeah, yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this this is my hot take, but I do think what's going to happen. There's a little preview for anyone listening to the rest of the episode. Is McIntyre's going to beat AJ? Miz tries to cash in. Sheamus helps takes out Miz or whatever. He helps him not cashing in. Then Sheamus turns on McIntyre. I don't want him to do another turn. Just stay like yeah. how it is. I mean, Sheamus can turn to the big show, have the bu- the big show heel turns. So Yeah. <clears throat> I'm I'm gonna say right now big shows one of my underrated is Sheamus. 
Yeah, totally. Okay, man. I'll, I love Seamus. I'll on that one. Yeah, and like I, I, I love his. I work. love seeing him on my yeah. television. Like, he, I gotta he, be honest. He came he's in. He's entertaining. He is. He I is. wish he goes back to his old music though. When he came <laughs> yeah. in, he he got the rocket strapped to him though. He did. He, he pin, did, He took but... Cena out. He didn't pin Cena. He beat him in a tables match yeah. to win his first championship. But yeah, it was like a month of him being in the company. Yeah, but you you still got over on Super Cena, who was basically mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan two point oh. Yeah, time. between him and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, every pay per view was the same thing. But it's funny to think of like how he came in like that and i could still consider him underrated because nobody brings him up as being like a great champion but he really kind of was he had a good run he had a lot of like he had several good just runs in general not even as like champion when he won won, like every freaking title yeah and he's a rumble winner he's a a rumble winner he's in the middle of like several great great feuds over time Mm -hmm. like he was in a great tag team. The yeah. bar was a great tag team. The bar was a great and they, tag and they, team. And they, you know, to, we had spoke yeah. about how all tag teams get put together. They literally were put together on purpose. Uh, yeah. And damn it, if it, if it didn't work. I mean, yeah. five, Shame. five, yeah. five. And it was a champions. team that actually had like a name. Although, like, you know, most of the time they called them freaking Seamus and Cesaro. And Cesaro. Yeah, that's, that's but they true. were the bar. The bar they yeah. developed that like on that. their own. Yeah, yeah. that was great. If you, I like that. If you look at Seamus's Bring back career, the bar. Sheamus, I'm with you. Sheamus has won the world heavyweight title. He's won the mm-hmm. uh, WWE championship. He's won the U.S. title. He's won the tag team titles. Intercontinental. King of the Ring winner. And, yes. and, and, Royal, yes. Rumble and winner. Royal Rumble winner. Yes. And a Money in the Bank winner. Yeah. yeah. He's got everything. He's done everything. That's definitely leading on that um, underrated number one right yeah. there, man. <laughs> that, and, then, and nobody brings his name up, but he... Uh, and he I spent time away because he was hurt yeah. with the spinal stenosis, which he's got dealing with right now. So, mm-hmm. like, you know. What I personally like about him and, like, you know, you mentioned and, you know, I worked and shit like that. I see him and his stuff is so believable. Like, his stuff is completely believable. Okay, so this yeah. so this is the he part. Lays yeah. it in, and you bro. know why it, I think it works a little bit better is because he's so pale. Yeah. You can <laughs> see the work happening yeah. to him. Exactly. You know? You see the cell. Without him having to like oversell, yeah. you just see his chest is red, his face is red. And hey, and listen, that that, that's just the luck of the draw. That's, yeah. that's how you were born. But luck you of the know Irish. What? for him, it works. But the it luck totally of the works. <laughs> it totally works. Yeah. I love that you could see the sell on him, and he does sell well in general. And he's but, just been this tough, badass dude yeah. Yeah. who I don't think he hasn't changed, and I and that's not a bad thing. Yeah. His character has evolved. He's a always little been a badass more. Irishman. Mm-hmm. That's correct. I yeah. do love the jacket and like the what, he, what he's wearing like, up now. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love so, that it's shit. Gangs in New York is. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's sick. That's dope. The, the hat, like everything. He, I'm glad he's done with the the beard jewelry. The oh, the, the beads, the coochie beads. He he really <laughs> had. He had two times when he got the rocket strapped to him when he first came in. And then when he won the Royal Rumble and the January, 15, 16, and then he, got hurt. he had yep. win after win after win. Then he beats Brian in what? 17 seconds. Mm-hmm. Fans are a lot of the fans. I mean, I mean, I was behind Sheamus. I was happy that he won the Royal Rumble. I was happy that he went over like that at Mania. That was shocking, yeah. too, because everybody thought Jericho was taking it. Yeah. Like there was not a single person in the world that thought that Sheamus was going to win. Everybody knew Jericho was when mm-hmm. Sheamus went over. Yep. So that was a nice surprise. When's the last time you've been surprised? Probably then. And then Jericho did get the match at that same mania against yeah, Punk. Yeah, but still, a, it was the fact that a matter of that they actually, instead of giving it to Jericho, which, you know, he didn't need it, 
They gave it to Sheamus, which he could have benefited from. I'm very surprised. I'm surprised that he never won a Royal Rumble. That was a switch, though, because Jericho was supposed to win, and Jericho wanted Sheamus to win. Oh, he he, he was the one. He petitioned for him. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny funny when you look back on Royal Rumble winners, and some of them are just like, okay, yeah, you got your Austins, you got your, you know, uh, Triple H's, and it's like, you know, Alberto Del Rio won one. You know, you kind of forget about that. Um, Brock Lesnar won one. Batista, Cena, obviously. Alberto Del Rio won the 40-man one, right? He did, yeah. He won the 40-man Royal Rumble. That's the dude you put over in the biggest Royal Rumble that you ever had. Alberto Del Rio. Alberto Del Rio. So this leads into my overrated. I think he's overrated as fuck. We don't even need to bring him up. Yeah. I just... That's a shame because I actually did like him. But I never, garbage. I never liked the gimmick. I mean, the, the rich gimmick we've seen a lot of times. But I, I didn't like his. I didn't like him as a wrestler. I didn't like his promos because they weren't really that good. Um, you know, having uh, his little assistant was he. He was he was more over he than he needed Rio. that though. Yeah, he totally needed that. That's like Zelina. That's like Is Andrade that needed. Rodriguez? Yeah, it's like Andrade needed Zelina. Yeah. Because Andrade uh, can't get any, and where has Andrade been since Zelina got released? Under, under Charlotte's. Thighs. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know Lucky what I mean. Son of a bitch. Lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> but yeah, I think going back to underrated wrestlers, and I'm going to bring one up from the golden era because he came in hot, and then he got a gimmick that no one f- like kind of got behind, even though it was done very well. Was Rick Martel? In my opinion, mob, I I yeah. think Rick Martel is a very underrated wrestler. His tag team work with Tito Santana on two occasions Beautiful. was very very good, and his finisher never got enough credit. The Boston Crab he used to sell the shit out of it. Then he comes back as Mister Arrogance. He's he's the member. He was the captain of the Visionaries. Yep, the first team to ever survive a full Survivor Series match. All four of them did. And then, of course, at the end of the Survivor Series, the Survivor's match, where they only did a one-time thing, he got buried by Hogan and Warrior, but that doesn't mean anything. But I think his in-ring work, not just as a tag team, but as a singles wrestler, in my opinion, he should have got at least, and I know that he you know, fought for it, but an intercontinental title holder, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. He well, there's been, a lot of guys in that mid-card. That time frame. That mid-card in the golden era was crazy bigger than the that, mid card the, was so much main, better than the, the main event people. yeah absolutely you're the same four but people I mean, so many times it was like that though in history if yeah you think about it like you know yeah austin rock were like you know phenomenal but you really wanted to see ken shamrock and owen hart yeah you know so that's mm-hmm. telling of the business itself it's like you know the main is the main the main mm-hmm. event people are, are up there they're always going to sell yeah. the show if you break them, if you break them into like, tears like if I've, you right yeah if, where are you going to go where are you going to do the most work you're going to do it right here i don't want to say the middle for lack of a better term but if you're going to stay right here this sells the show obviously the main event of course but this keeps it moving yeah, that, that's the certain people that draw the tickets are Hogan and, yeah. you know, Undertaker and like all those guys. But the people that keep the asses in the seat so that they're not up and freaking, you know, not paying attention. Are mid card workers. The mid, like, are the workers. Like Shawn Michaels when, you know, Hogan was champion. Mm-hmm. Bret Hart when Hogan was champion. Like those guys, Mr. Perfect. Rick Rude. Rick Rude. They help keep those your interest. Keep Ted DiBiase. Rolling. Yeah. Yeah, basically, I'm like I'm looking at all the golden era guys right now, and I mean, obviously, the I mean, if you look at the golden era, uh, Warlord, obviously, yeah. <laughs> if look I, at, I still don't know why he's front row. Yeah, no idea. <laughs> but uh, when you look at the golden era, the heavyweight champions were Hogan, Macho Man, 
Ultimate Warrior, Sergeant Slaughter. Uh, I guess you can yeah, throw Rick, Rick Flair came in at the... Yeah. Uh, Yokozuna. Yokozuna, yeah. Rick Flair, and Macho Man again. But, I mean, um, there are so many mid-card guys that never got enough credit that should have been vaulted into that level. Like, I would love to see Mr. Perfect beat Hogan, but you knew it was going to happen. You knew it wasn't going to happen because so much emphasis on the good guy at that time to sell the tickets to the kids and to sell the merch to the kids. Is Piper a mid-card? Yeah, he's he's weird. Like, what do you, what do you consider Piper? He teeters a lot because he did so well in the movies too. Like, yeah, I mean, he really like. If if you gun to my head, yeah, yes, right. Like for the, for the definition of it, yes. Yeah. But could he bounce in, between in early gold? Early golden era, no. He, he was a main guy, but he was a main chamber. guy. He was a main guy. Yeah. Correct. In early golden era, he was. I mean, Shiki baby. I mean, he he main evented WrestleMania one. Yeah. He had an infamous match at WrestleMania two. Granted, it was a boxing match against Mr. T, who yeah, was in a real wrestler. Everybody mentions that. Yeah, everybody mentions that. Yeah, and then he had his farewell match at WrestleMania right. three against Adrian yeah. Adonis. Spoiler alert: He's filming a fucking movie, and he comes back and has multiple WrestleMania matches after that. He ha- he how did great have was that movie. He yeah. did have the bet, huh? And I said, how great was that movie? Yeah. He did have the best match at WrestleMania 8, in my opinion, against Bret Hart for the IC title. That, that was, was a great only, match. That was the only time that he actually held a belt. Yeah. Right? Like, if I told you that it's Jake... insane. Yeah, if I told you that he didn't win a belt until WrestleMania 8, and Jake the Snake was never a champion in WWE, that's kind of... I'm not going to say that's different, but I'm not surprised that Jake the Snake never won a belt, because I, to me, Jake the Snake was more of he a didn't gimmick. He didn't, he didn't need the belt. He didn't need the belt. It's, oh, like, and, it's like the fiend in today's wrestling climate. A go off topic real quick. R.I.P. to Zeus. Oh, Tiny oh yeah, dude. Yeah. R.I.P. Zeus. He was such a good dude. Yeah. And R.I.P. Pat Patterson because we didn't talk about. Oh him yeah, last we didn't week. talk about Pat Patterson. Yeah. R.I.P. Pat Patterson. R.I.P. Zeus. Sorry, it's just fresh in my mind. Yeah. Because you, we were talking about the early WrestleManias and I yeah. forgot it was WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean yeah. Zeus had a couple matches. The infamous Saturday, Saturday Night's main event tag match with him and uh. Macho Man against Brutus the Barber and Hogan, and he had a couple other matches. Yeah. F- filming No Holds Barred and taking that and bringing that into the WWF. Yeah, that was weird. With the one time a movie actually kind of like looked like it was just a spinoff of what actually yeah. was going on. And it's, it's funny because he, he wrestled the 1989 Survivor Series on Ted DiBiase's team, and like this is the lead up of having the tag match. I always thought he was an actor. Like, yeah. I, I was just so young at the time. When, yeah. when he was around, I was couple months to maybe a year so like a year old so really i remember how he got eliminated i remember he got tagged in and hogan was in and like hogan runs up the ropes gives him the clothesline he doesn't move then like he does like that overhand like fist into his back and then he chokes him out on the ground and like hogan's like oh you know grabbing like then he throws earl hepner like through the ropes to oh, so to get, get the disqualification yeah <laughs> So. He was definitely one of those disqualification guys. Oh, yeah. Disqualification guys. During that time frame, there were just so many guys that they could only get disqualified. Yeah. I like uh, Honky Tonk Man. Oh, yeah. Fuck the Honky Tonk Man. Okay, so right there. <laughs> Overrated. <laughs> Overrated. My God. He sucked. Honky. God, he was terrible in a You ring. think so? Yeah. Yes, he was terrible. He was the one that took the belt off, off of um, Ricky the Dragon, which is very bad because... Yeah. Ricky the Dragon had and he the, held it for like two years. Yeah, like, had the why? clinic against held it Macho, and then yeah. and then guess who fucking beats Honky Tonk? Fucking Warrior, Warrior. Like, <laughs> so in like I mean, eight seconds. Yeah, and then he changes the belt color. Yeah, he had yeah he had a couple different belt colors with that. No, I don't know. He took it off Warrior. 
Uh, mm. Rick Rude, WrestleMania five. That's mm. right. Yeah, and then Warrior got it back. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. He got it back, and then he gave it up after WrestleMania yeah, he six. Gave it up. So, uh, yeah, for and then up. Mr. Perfect won it. And then Mr. Perfect lost the Texas Tornado. <laughs> and then he got it back. <laughs> meh. Meh. I don't know. That's yeah. a, that's a meh. I'm not. I'm not a Deep South kind of wrestler. Uh, I'm not a Deep Texas South territory guy. Yeah. yeah. Kerry Von Erich. Yeah. I mean the Von Erich family. I, th- I mean I think Kerry Von yeah, Erich. It's a crazy fucking story. Yeah. I mean, I just mean you know who's who's wild. underrated to so we're talking about Texas JBL. Yeah. I love JBL. Me too. I love the JBL gimmick. Uh, I love his. I thought that was his, fantastic. His development to yes. where like I, who would have said Justin Hawk if, Bradshaw. If you would have said yeah. that. Acolyte Bradshaw would have yeah. turned into Mr. Moneybags yeah. uh, JBL over there yeah. in like 0405. I would say he had some great matches. Mind. Dude, he was champion for matches. what, a year? Yeah. yeah. About that. Him and Eddie. Yeah. 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 yeah they talked about that we'll a lot. Never forget that match. That Is that one no was way fantastic. out? Because he dropped yeah. it to Eddie or vice versa? Um, it was a bloodbath. I know that. He. No, he put he put Eddie over. Yeah, he did. He yeah. put Eddie over. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. He put he, he put, put Cena over. over. Cena put beat him Cena at WrestleMania. Over, correct. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, I love uh, WrestleMania twenty one. Yeah, JBL. He's a guy I like going back and watching his stuff. Mm-hmm. And he had his group. It was him, like Orlando Jordan. Yeah. Um, For me, that's all fresh because I stopped I stopped yeah. watching at that time. The so Basham like, Brothers too were with him. Came to the ring and ding ding to hear the stock exchange. Yeah. It's great. I mean, I, I love how the guy became a millionaire in the stock market. He was like, just, just and it's like real because he does room badass yeah. guy. I love them but in APA. In, in real life, he's got like a heart of gold because he's doing stuff out there and uh, it's he's crazy. Doing, like, missionary, he does work. and he doesn't. <laughs> like, oh boy! <laughs> I mean, you know, he asked like know. Blumini, yeah, yeah. he asked like a couple other guys, you know. Yeah, but you know, locker room big. He guy. was a locker room asshole, yeah. but you know, he is what he is. You kind of need not like the bully. But you need someone to kind of keep people on your toes, yeah. But um, you know, I don't know. I I love JBL. He's one of my favorites. I yeah, love the I, sure. I love them when he was in the APA. Yeah, him and Farouk. Damn, Dude, those two and the Dudley boys were like when know, they were playing cards oh in the back God. like every week. Six aces. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> so put the table and then just start fighting for no yep. reason. Yep. Phenomenal. And then uh, next week they're playing guards again. You're like, what yep. I think I do? think another underrated wrestler at the time, well, in the Attitude Era, like we mentioned, the APA was Farouk, aka Ron Simmons. Ron so, Simmons is, yeah, yeah. If you look at what he, he did, so he's the first WCW African American, yeah. yeah. And then if you think yeah. about what he did with the nation, bringing that in and being the leader of that for yeah. so long, Dude, uh, he, of a group that was way before its time, way, way before, before its time. time. Could you such he, an important group? <sighs> It such was. an important group and such a dominant faction at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, sure. they're easily you like remember the nation top three yeah. factions for me. Yeah, I yeah. love the nation. I like nation way more than I like DX. Same, yep. agreed. Yeah, yeah. DX to me was just. I mean, yeah. DX I, became a trope and and a parody of itself once they reformed it for the twelve fucking time. I mean, who, after once you got into the two thousands, yeah. Once that uh, that hot three four year run in the late nineties mm-hmm. to. Bam, January 1, 2000. That was about it. I mean, who didn't, yeah. like, when you were a kid, you definitely crotch chopped somebody. Oh, dude. You yeah. a- I mean, yeah. right. I know a few uh, but people I mean, who got sent to the principal's office who, and sent home for reasons like that. Who, Myself, guilty. no, but. Guilty. Yeah, I did it. Like I told you, there's a picture of me in sixth grade. There's, someone has it. Shop. There's just, 
I, Sucker. I, no, I'm just fo- I'm zooming in on my crotch. Yeah. Like, look we at don't, it. We don't know. <laughs> look at it. Like, you don't really know what the fuck you're doing. No, you, yeah. you really don't. You just you're think just it's really cool. You're just kind of pointing at your crotch, and that's that. But yeah. like, at the end of the day, it's what like, you really do. I saw this cool thing on this wrestling show last night. Yeah. Look. Yeah. And then you're telling your mom to suck it because she didn't have your chicken nuggies ready for yeah. you. It's great. Although, I will say, underrated talent, um, you would bring up DX, underrated guy, X-Pac. Uh-huh. I didn't you say uh, I know you can't this? stand him. I know you can't stand him. I can't him, stand him. But you know him what? Right now. The dude has been in a Sean ton Walton. of great feuds. He had the some good put matches. On some really good matches. And him and Kane were a tag team for him a and minute, Kane right? were. A very I just hate him as a person. I hate him as a person. He's a Sean turd, but I mean, he was a good worker. To me, he's the lackey from A Christmas Story. He's Scott Farkas's friend. What was, the, how, what was the name of the guy? And, and how old the toady? Was he was a toady. How over was he though? In, oh, like, he was the over. Reformation of like DX. Yeah, I mean oh, he came he, back. He, huge. he came yeah. back when Triple H um, took over the helm, and you know he was what was he six when he was in NWO? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was. So six. he goes from one stable to another stable. I mean, he came in as the one, two, three kid. It made, came in it hot. Made sense, and it came out hot. But he did some good matches. I remember he did. one. Two, he, he did really. Beat, uh, he had. He does good Razor. work. Yeah. Uh, Look, you may not like him. Yeah, but I don't. He's, he's doing his job. I don't. I, his know? music room was like Xbox, Xbox. Yeah. You know. That was, yeah. yeah. But like, you know, I I consider him underrated because I could go back and watch his matches and still enjoy him. I mean, he was mm-hmm. a multiple time champion. He was the tag team champion yeah. with he. He's a good mid card worker. Marty Jannetty stayed no. in that mid card. Who was he a tag team champion with? Marty Jannetty originally. Razor Ramon. He was tag team champion. Yeah. He was. I think he was yeah. tag team champion with Marty Jannetty. No, no, that was. Uh, I think him and Al Snow. Him and Al Snow team together when they were Leaf Cassidy. I don't know. They were the new rockers. Look yeah, this that one was up. Leaf Cassidy. Look yeah. this one up. Leaf Cassidy, aka um, yeah. Al Snow. How about uh, overrated Triple H? Uh, see, yeah, I mean. Uh, mm. Here's my thing with Triple H. You hit that knee to the face, and boom, here comes the pedigree. Yeah, yeah. start the car, go home. You car. know what I mean? Here's my thing with Triple H. I respect him as a wrestler. I He was in the right place at the right time. Yeah. because In he, Stephanie. Yeah. No, wow. but if you look at it. That's the only reason why he got to where he did. It, no, I mean, if you look at it, Austin was on his way out. Rock was on his way out. Taker was still, Tri- now, you know. It's hard to say, so... Triple H can teeter that line depending they on where you come champs. from. They were tag champs. Marty and one, two, three, kid. Yeah, it was Marty. Yeah. Um, depending on how you look at it, but like Triple H carried the company for a little bit he while did. these I, people I were coming and going. So he was the most consistent person. Yeah. Other than he's, like Undertaker and Kane consistent, at that time. Consistent, yes, but uh, give me a five star Triple H match. Uh, um, him and Shawn Michaels in the three stages of hell, or him and Shawn Michaels at SummerSlam and Shawn Michaels came back. Him and Taker WrestleMania twenty eight, eight. not right. twenty nine. When it was the Hell in a Cell twenty eight? I'm okay. not like I'm actually a Triple H fan. Okay, but yeah, I, I still I think he's too. overrated. Like I don't know. He's, yeah, I think for him it's right place, right time. So I, I, th- I, I think he's definitely yeah. right place, right time. I think Game Triple H is is Game Triple better, H than better than DX than Triple H, yeah. And yeah, Blue Blood Triple yeah. H, and yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, for sure. 
when he came back and reinvented himself, came back as the game or whatever, mm-hmm. you can't tell me that wasn't fucking hot. It was, that hot. was awesome. When he had the leather jacket and then the vest over it. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was boss. Or the denim and the, the leather. Denim, yeah. The, like, denim. the leather the and the denim. jackets, bro. I'm like, why are you wearing two jackets? You must be hot. Two jackets. <laughs> yeah. That's and, why he was so wet. And, and a bottle of water. Yeah. He but, com- completely I, changed the spit take game for, uh, for oh, a long totally. time. That's where COVID originated. <laughs> yeah. Triple H is spitting on You see the meme game. the people in the... It says Triple H and then the people in the front row and they're all drenched. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I was, I'm was. i in the same boat with Triple H. Like, I wasn't a big fan of him. I mean, he was a heel, but, like, I rooted for the good guys. I was a big fan, but I, I hated him because of uh, yeah. him being a heel. Yeah. It was I very him, weird to see him as a good guy. I like him way more as a heel than I did as a face. Because it's too. a heel persona. Like, yeah. it, it works completely yeah. as that. You yeah. know, when, when you call good, yourself the like, game, you call yourself the best, you know. Yeah. Mr. Perfect, hopefully Bianca Belair. But, like, you call yourself the best or the game or, like, you got to beat the game. It's a natural heel persona. Yeah, when you say Mr. Perfect, I believed him as being perfect. The game, I never believed him as being a top guy. The cerebral assassin sort of. Yeah, thing, I don't you know. know. His his JR were always that, good. But, yeah, you know, go back to Motorhead. Yeah, <laughs> Lemmy yeah. Hall of Fame, twenty twenty. Oh yeah, and uh, I'm surprised because they use his music in everything. In everything. everything. They got yeah. four themes. <laughs> I mean, I do like what he's doing in NXT. I do like the decisions that he's making. I do like what yeah, he's, he's doing there. Look, I'm not, I'm not saying that he's as a um, production. You're talking about as a wrestler only. Yeah, yeah. 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 You have to split the two. I'm it's only, unfair I'm only to judge talking him. like I'm not putting him on like the mega overrated like Hogan and Warrior. But, oh, we never mentioned Hogan. Yeah, he's fucking overrated. I don't think we had to. Yeah. yeah we didn't have to. I mean, Moose said yes, a gimmick, right thing. Yeah, the gimmick is fine, but yeah. at the end of the day, his work is atrocious. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, we're, just... we're we're three diehard wrestling fans, or one of us is a professional wrestler, and it's not me, and it's not Alex, so obviously it's Jeff. Oh, not. And, um, like, I don't even need to be a professional Dirt. wrestler, and I can tell that he sucked in the ring. Oh, my God. His punches were the shits. Like his, his punches were shits. absolutely the drizzling. I love I love when he came into the Royal Rumbles. He would start with like three rake to the eyes. Yeah, and then like yeah. he so, would... <laughs> and not for nothing. You know why that was done? That was for separation. Well, yeah. you know how stupid that is too, because he's the monster face, and he's doing a heel move of a rake, a rake to the eyes. Yeah, it's it's a heel stupid. move. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Like, that's have, dumb. have you ever it's raked anybody in the eyes? Being hard, uh, you hard. had to rake someone in the eye, right? I'm a heel. Yeah. So yeah, I would do. I that mean, shit. obviously, the way you sell that is what you put your palm in their eye and you. I don't expose the business, my friend. Oh. <laughs> Later, after the podcast, that's that's the uh, <laughs> sign up for our uh, Patreon, and you can watch Jeff. There uh, you go. <laughs> sign up to the only figs. Yeah, the only figs. Uh, uh, obviously, let's be honest here: the most overrated wrestler of all time is Christian. <laughs> I mean, talk, you want to you want to talk about lackeys? You want to talk about <laughs> what, what's the timestamp before we actually mention forty five minutes and forty two seconds? I, I've been like I've been looking at my phone to had a couple notes and he's number. He one, got rid of right all of his notes overrated. and wrote it all That's it. It was just Christian. a piece of shit. Yeah, Christian's the fucking worst. The worst Intercontinental Champion, the worst like of the tag team. He was the heavyweight champion, right? The hands down the worst heavyweight champion of all time. Great Kali's up there though too. Uh Kali oh. was better than Christian. Oh, like, I don't know about that. I mean, he's at least menacing and you can <sighs> see him win a title because he's huge. Christian they gave it to as a fucking homage to Edge. I keep talking about that. You said that the last time you were here. The, the the unprettier was a good move. It is a good move. It's a good move. I'll give it to him. But because you can kind of swing, it, it could be done. You, when you think about moves, like is it's a it reverse reali- pedigree. Yeah, like exactly. that's all it is. Is it like, is it realistic to put that person who you're against in it? 
Because yeah. if not, if it's a big guy, you might have to find another way. Yeah, yeah. And then it's a quick turnaround. Mm-hmm. You know, it can really spin them and yeah. bang, bang, you know? It's a very good move, yeah. but at the end of the day, he got away from it to do the fucking spear, which he had the worst spear in wrestling history. I forgot so, like, about that. Atrocious, his spear. And Edge? Huh? No, no, Christian. Christian. He threw a spear. Yeah, as and... soon as Edge retired, he started doing a fucking spear, and it was terrible. And uh, his uh, should have stuck to his his frog splash was he's heating up too. Oh yeah, his frog splash, dude. Oh my god, Ugh. Christian's. I mean, for me, for me, Christian really, really never bothered me. He didn't um, bother me. He bothered either. me when they made him a fucking champion. <laughs> <laughs> I never liked him in the first place, and then you want to make him the fucking champion of ECW, oh, my favorite yeah. thing in the world. Oh, there and then it you is. put this cocksucker as is. the freaking ECW champion, which is pathetic. And, and then the whole is. WWE run as champ was hard with the ugly ECW gold, oh. uh, silver, and black belt. God, next topic for a fucking heart attack. Remember the original ECW belt when Big Show had it? It looked like yeah. a toy belt on his. I know. Car. Well, that was probably <laughs> like that was AEW like a real ECW belt. Yeah, and like you know, their belt was tiny. It looked like the AEW women's belt, which is the ugliest belt in professional wrestling, oh my in my opinion. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like uh, the size of an iPhone. Yeah. Okay. So if we're talking about AEW, we're talking about underrated wrestlers. I'm going to throw Luke Harper in as being underrated. Um, I think so. I think, underrated by management, but nobody that's an actual fan underrates him. He's great. Yeah, I think he's underrated by management, but I think he puts on very good quality matches for oh, his size. Dude, Again, he's, he's a big man for his size. He's been yeah. great forever. He was great on the indies. He was great as Luke Harper. Awesome Intercontinental Champion. I wish he actually had a longer run. Yeah, it was like, very he was short. Phenomenal. Because he had just came back. Yeah. from being hurt and yeah. then they put the belt on him and he did quite well and yep. why that I just... disc is clothesline bro very nice yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I like i'm a big fan of luke harper yep i mean i was never really big into eric rowan yeah no. you know rowan i mean was pass. he was a good team for like yeah yeah for him but he was definitely like you know second fiddle yeah he was just mm-hmm. the, yeah he was a body he was the marty Janetti. yeah um <laughs> i hate that we have yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw a couple underrateds out there like I'll do a couple rapid fire that I had. Uh, Stevie Richards, wow, okay, totally underrated worker. Um, ECW work was good. His WWE work was good too. Right, the censor was legit. It was not gonna lie. It the was good annoying father. as shit. <laughs> it was annoying as shit. It, and it was. was perfect, but that's because Stevie's a good mouthpiece and he could actually back it up with good work. I thought Val Venus is part of that too. Yep, and Bull Buchanan. Um, or as Jim Ross would say, that's a big hoss right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had Stevie, Little Guido, and Jerry Lynn. Jerry Guido, Lynn. Nobody brings up, but he was in the middle of like the greatest matches, like you know, during that time frame, like those triple for, threats for with ECW. Super yeah, like the triple threats with like him to Jerry and Super Crazy were phenomenal. And Guido did a lot of work, and he like rarely ever was put over, but he was such a good worker. Like if you actually go back and watch Guido shit, it's good. It's Jerry good. Lynn had a yeah, lot I'm of great. I'm not really too fond of his stuff. You should check it out. It's it's good. Uh, it's totally looked over. Jerry Lynn. His was, matches with RVD, right? Were the Jerry greatest Lynn. matches I've ever seen. Like my favorite match of all time is Living Dangerously '99 Jerry Lynn RVD. Yeah. Mm. It's it's hands down. A, it's a wrestling clinic. With, you know, the extreme shit from ECW and everything like that. So take that with whatever you yeah, want to take it with. Salt, yeah. But me personally, I look at it as a wrestling clinic because they can do everything. And they did. And Jerry Lynn was just... And, like, not even that. He did great feuds with, like, Steve Carino. 
um, you know, he had a lot of really, really good feuds in ECW that were totally just looked over because everybody focused on RVD, Taz, you know, Mike Sabu. Awesome at the time. Yeah, the big one. Yeah, Sabu. Awesome. Um, yeah, Mike Awesome, though, was like... the. Um, <laughs> you know, I hate what he did, but at the same time, when, when he, he left for WCW, TV, yeah, when he was on TV, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like this guy's a monster, and he he killed it when he was in the ring. But you know, <laughs> whatever <laughs> fucking happened. Didn't he have a gimmick off. where like fat he, chick throw? I was gonna say seventies guy. <laughs> like he had a gimmick in WCW when he just liked fat chicks. Yeah, fat chicks. <laughs> like, come on, that's how bad. Well, WCW that was, was. A, that was just a dig from Russo and fucking everybody at ECW because they took the biggest, baddest dude that ECW had. They bought him and then they put him immediately. Like he immediately came out and squashed like Nash. Like he fucked up Kevin Nash. That was the immediate, that was his intro. Mm. Couple months later, fat chick thriller. WCW just took some really good wrestlers and threw them in some weird gimmicks. Even I'll, though I'll say overrated the entire WCW locker room. <laughs> like, I mean, come on, when, Sting overrated. I think I'm, Sting, not, I'm I am, not a Sting guy. Hundred percent throwing that out yeah. there. Overrated. When I'll, he first when he first came in. Now his 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 work he's like a smaller Ultimate Warrior. Know, yeah. I. I I've, I've seen a little bit of Sting. But Crow I, Sting I, in the beginning, no. Crow Sting is probably good. where they jumped Crow the shark Sting and worked for good. a little bit, but yeah. I think uh, Surfer Sting was a lot better at NWA. Yeah, I mean WCW. It's not my cup of tea. The nor, nor is my cup of tea. Yeah, not not my. Like then, I don't really care about like poor man's Undertaker. Let's be real. I, I do have to tell you though the the lead up with, with him and Hogan for that whole year was very good. It, I mean, they told what a great story with that. that. Exactly. Well, I mean, yeah. it's tough to you just come down to the Raptors with a bat. Yeah, yeah. You know? He he made a wolf. Pack. He joined Wolfpack. He joined the Wolfpack. Yeah. Yeah. The Wolfpack was so fucking stupid. But the what was so funny about that was there were so many imposter stings. Like I remember yeah. Fall Brawl he was War an Games. Imposter sting. Yeah. Sting was an imposter sting. <laughs> yeah. It was the, like during that time it was like ninety seven, ninety eight. It was full of like imposter stings, bad gimmick matches, and just everyone joined the NWO. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly why. They had like the big change of WWE to mm-hmm. you know WWE. They jumped over. the shark after a while, and you're like, yeah. well, okay. Well, when the LWO started, you're like, oh boy, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like, you gotta fucking be. Let's Dude, go. They, they had the one West Texas thing. Rednecks. Conan, you leave perfect alone. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We, well, I'm saying because we were talking about. I hate rap. Yeah, rap is crap. I'm rap talking about crap. how he's not a fucking redneck. Like this is perfect. <laughs> he's from Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, like, it's just funny how WCW takes these great wrestlers and throw them in shitty gimmicks, like the West Texas Rednecks yeah. and Mr. Perfect, who was and probably still is at that time one of the greatest techno wrestlers that you have in the company. Yes, it's hilarious. Yeah. But That's how much of a shit show WCW Those was. guys are also responsible because they didn't have to fucking do it, but money <laughs> talks, and you're like, yeah, all right, whatever. We have money to do... Talks. We should do an episode called WCW is shit, and just just shit on WCW for an hour. I will gladly be in <laughs> on that episode. Just Let because if you look at the history, and there are so many overrated wrestlers... Like, okay, in my opinion, I think Kevin Nash is overrated. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I... You know what? Like he never really know, he never moved the needle for me. I don't know I, I preferred, that uh, puts him on like a top tier anyway. No, I, just, I personally like Kevin. Okay, I you wrestled, wrestled one of them. Yeah, well, yeah, and and he's one of the funniest dudes. I mean, I ever he met was in the, world. the super shredder, so I mean, he that was, yeah, gives me a little bit of. Shredder. 
Yeah, so, that gives me a little credit. He back. did beat Backlund in seven seconds, but I mean, so could like my grandpa. Yeah, but I just don't. <laughs> I think that I think you can tell when he wrestled. He had a huge fucking ego. Why the fuck did Bob Backlund have a title like I don't know. in was that, that time frame? He beat was that ninety two, ninety three? Yes, no. late ninety four, ninety five, ninety six. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was the most random and dumbest thing. That's why WCW beat him. You put fucking Bob Backlund as champion, and then you immediately had Kevin Nash as like champion. Well, I mean, I think they did that. Do you also. see Kevin, when Kevin Nash came down for the what was it the Undertaker tribute? That yeah. guy couldn't fucking move down the ramp. Yeah. I know he just had like surgery his recently and stuff. They're done. Yeah, I don't it think they're his knees anymore. <laughs> no, he doesn't have knees. Like, all right, I'm gonna spit out some names in WCW. Buff Bagwell, garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just shut um, my mic off. Let's do this. <laughs> Buff Bagwell, I just can't stand. Le- okay, Lex Luger, overrated Trash. piece of shit. Overrated, overrated garbage. I, I have him on my list. Lex, Lex Luger, Luger overrated. List. He's overrated in WWF. Yeah, in fucking WCW. which was very short anyway. And he it was. killed Miss Elizabeth. I'll yeah. never he did. Forgive him. Yeah, scumbag. I mean, don't get me wrong. To to see him coming as a narcissist was fucking weird. Because it was promoting the World Bodybuilding Federation. Then you he becomes what? Mr. America all of a sudden if and slams was, Yoko. If he stayed the narcissist, fine. Yeah. He mm. should have stayed as a narcissist. And it pisses me off that he went that fucking he perfect lay down for him at WrestleMania um, 9. Yes. And well, that's you, the shittiest WrestleMania of all time. You, so. Yeah. You come in and you beat Mr. Perfect. And then fucking you string up some shitty months, and then all of a sudden you're Captain Fucking America, the less express riding. I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna body slam. That's Vince. Yoko in the USS. That's Vince. Intrepid. He loves a body. Like, yeah, that's all. That exactly. It is. And there was nobody because everybody was leaving at the time, and he was like, "Well, I mean, this is." My it was only it was, it was either him or Bret Hart. Yeah, that's all there was. And I mean, because Razor stayed in the middle, which I'm surprised because and Bret I'm never had surprised. A ceiling. You yeah. know, like Brett had a ceiling. The ceiling is the roof. Yeah, yeah, and Brett had his ceiling. But I mean, if, Lex if Luger Brett is Hart a total had scumbag. more charisma. Yeah, I think he would have been better off at that time period. Yeah, and and overall that we're talking about. I mean, I know again we're going, I, we're just going off on so many yeah. tangents. Like I like Brett Hart, just but rapid not, fire. probably not like. The next guy does. I was but just gonna say, like, I I don't want to say this. I I know you. Feel I know bad you're gonna say. It, so I'll say it for it's us. Overrated. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I I I think he's overrated. His character Not, overall is overrated. Mm. His I tell legacy you, if he had is overrated. More, he had the he had the personality of the bottom of a shoe that's been worn. Yes. Through fucking New York City for five years, a on wet, a homeless guy. A wet he, mop. Had, he had a heel gimmick that <laughs> he did. Yeah, pushed his face. Absolutely, it's absolutely. Like it didn't make. He didn't make. The best any there is, there was, and never will be. I mean, come on. That's yeah. anytime his, you mo- put yourself- his most entertaining that I think he ever was was right before he left the company when he was heel with the Heart Foundation. The whole Canada U.S. rivalry. That was the yeah. only time I think I was ever like kind of interested in Bret Hart. But uh, even at that, I never fucking liked him because I loved Steve Austin. I gotta say though, I mean, I can't put him in that category being underrated. I just can't. I mean, mean I overrated. think... I mean, overrated, sorry. I... Now, is, Mike he, work, is he on the... You know, is he's he in, in the, the top he, ten? Absolutely. Top ten? I'm, I'm, you know, of if, all time? Bret Hart? I would, mm, for me, he's between he ten just, and fifteen. Okay. That, that's fair. I mean, for, if, for yeah. if he broke mine, he's for nine greatest or greatest all time, he's definitely up, like, you know, in that in the list. If, if we're talking so about much him, higher up if he had he more personality. He personal list, but... His brother, and I've said this before, his brother is a lot better than him. We had that yes. conversation, yeah. too. Yeah, like, Owen Hart is a thousand times, I thought, better. If we're talking but about... Overall, we were if, totally gypped of Owen Hart. Oh, my and, God. And 
The Vince world should McMahon, know that. Vince but... McMahon should be fucking locked up. Yeah. If we're talking about technical wrestlers, then Bret Hart's up there, in my opinion. Yeah, totally. But... If we're if we're talking about the, the total package, no pun intended, on fucking scumbag Luger. <laughs> um, <laughs> if, I... if you look at the total package, he, Bret Hart is Dean Malenko. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, lacks man. lacks the charisma. Okay, wow. so it totally lacks charisma, but his ring work is like outstanding. Yeah, yeah. Like Daniel Bryan is better than Bret Hart if you think about it, because Daniel Bryan's more of a total package. And yeah. he can carry. He can carry. He can carry I, anything. And whatever. Yeah. I don't consider Hart un, uh, and overrated. And his heel though. work was uh, completely like out oh, of left yeah. field, and it was so good. And it was so good. So good. Yeah. I think he's a diverse that... character that you throw something in front of Daniel Bryan, he's gonna make it gold. So underrated. Daniel and, Bryan. Hmm, yeah. I won't even say underrated. I don't, I don't think so. I think he's him. right there. Yeah. I think I, I think, I think he's like again him. with me with Bret Hart. I think Bret Hart's just this, just a he's in he's in the middle. Like he's not over or underrated. I think if you look at especially I know for me, far too many people that just like suck his dick. Like yeah. everybody loves Bret Hart. But I for just don't get for it. me, my the best memories I have of him is when he's with Jim the Anvil when he's yeah. a tag team wrestler. And guess what? The best part of that is Jim. It's definitely Jim. It's Anvil. I mean, every Hart Anvil fa- had enough personality for the two of them, and then a little. Not yeah, Anvil being else. underrated. Yes. Every Hart Foundation match was the same. Brett yeah. would Brett would start. Would start. Mm-hmm. Brett would start tagging Anvil. He would do the flying uh, shoulder tackle above yeah. the rope, and then he would tag out. Brett would get Brett would get most Brett of the action. The Brett, Brett takes, takes the heat. The, heat, the, 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 the heat. six minutes of the heels winning, and then here comes Anvil. Hot tag, heart attack. Start the car. Go home. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Mike. It was yeah. all it was all about Nyhart personally. Yeah. I like Nyhart way better. Yeah. I also like bigger guys. I I always like, you know, the bigger the bigger workers. Yeah. Except like, you know, perfect. Who's literally perfect. No, <laughs> oh, Mr. Perfect, man. I But I will I will also say I can't call Mr. Perfect underrated though. I mean, he No, 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 no. He's No, he doesn't fall into these No, categories. he he's not in this conversation because he's just perfect. Cuz he's on the next <laughs> tier. These are the guys who are like yeah. You know. The conversation's either too high or too low on him. Yeah. Yeah. Um Shelton Benjamin underrated. Very underrated. Completely one underrated. Of, um, one I of was our, saying that for our years. Our listeners had wrote that on Facebook. I was gonna bring yeah. that up. Shelton Benjamin doesn't get enough credit. No. Even his work when he left WWE yeah. um elsewhere. I, I think he was in Japan for a little bit yeah. and other promotions and it's just so good. So and good. the moveset that he has, yeah. he's a great heel. His mic work is where he's he lacks, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, when he was with Charlie Haas and but the you know greatest what? tag I, team was the best. But it's funny because we're talking about like Bret Hart and that's the problem is his mic work. I don't have an issue with Shel- ben- I, Shelton I, Benjamin's mic work. I don't either because it, it's, it's been very limited. Although the Shelton yeah. Benjamin stuff with his, He's uh, also his not mama was pretty champion. funny. But that was He's weird. He's never yeah. a heavyweight champion. No. Yeah. So he doesn't need to be on that tier. And remember, he got the sh- the rocket strapped him quick. He did because he came in. So remember, he was in that group with fucking Batista and Brock and and he's Cena the one that and everything. You for- and Randy and Orton. You forget about him. And, and you Orton. forget about him. And you forget about him. Yep. And it's funny because out of those guys, he's, he's the still best. Going. He's the best technical wrestler at yeah. all. Of them. Oh, dude, he's a phenomenal. Technical he's a phenomenal wrestler and a, and a very good. Matt wrestler, like yeah. very good yeah. Matt wrestler well, he's a, too. His Absolutely. amateur background is, and that is stellar. That is like because he went to Minnesota too. Mm-hmm. He yeah. went to Minnesota. That is a dead trait now, which fucking sucks because there's no Matt wrestlers, like very few Matt wrestlers that do professional wrestling now. I remember and like, very few that make it. Yeah, well, like I was I was at the factory 
And when I was down at the Monster Factory, like Larry Cheesecake wanted factory? us to go. Ooh, don't get me started. Who? <laughs> when I was factory? in the Monster Factory, uh, Larry Sharp, you know, he was the head. He was the owner of everything. He wanted us to go in and literally just like shoot. Just do like mat wrestling matches. And That's was, where your realism him. comes from. That's where totally. you're most. Why was, wouldn't you start at the ground? We had uh, we had Briscoe come in for uh, a couple seminars with us. Gerald right? Briscoe. Brisco- uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do you see his uh, mutton chops he's got? Oh, my Very God. impressive gnarly. for a guy's age. <laughs> right? Gnarly mutton chops. Mutton chops, my lord. Mutton uh, <laughs> chops. Um, yeah, so uh, Briscoe was down there, and the first thing that he wanted us to do was do mat wrestling with everybody. Like, he wanted to see everybody go in, do, you know, take shots, go in. Because like, that's as pure as you're going to get to see pure, where. That's exactly. like a. That's how I'm going to judge you. I'm going to put. Yeah. All right, here's four because categories. Briscoe was a huge mat wrestler. Yeah. Yep. So, but what were we saying? The four, sorry, oh no, I'm saying off. like, all right. So Br- Briscoe's like, all right, I want you and you and you, you guys yeah. all Matt wrestle, and he's going to put you into groups, yeah. where he sees your skill level is, and mm-hmm. that's a great um, exactly measuring stick for yeah. that. And it was good. And you know, the, I'll go with the overrated on this one. Uh, Damian Priest couldn't fucking wrestle for shit. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Like <laughs> he, he couldn't wrestle for shit. He's getting hot. So you know, but that was like the big thing is like you know the, the there. Let me other... tell you, let me tell you something about him right now. They're pushing him. I know. If okay, but he's gonna get squashed by Karrion Cross. I was. Too. I'm about to say that. Oh, totally. If Karrion Cross comes back, there's no fucking way that he's gonna lose to Damian Priest. No. No, no, no. way. Absolutely, I love this. Karen might Cross. be Priest's like last hurrah there, and they might bring ship him, him up. up. Yeah. Oh god, they might because, call him up, but it's gonna be yeah, because wise. when you reach that level, like now he's gonna get squashed by Cross, who essentially is probably gonna go over Balor. Yeah, he's at a point where there's no way that it's gonna be believable that he's gonna to lose do. to go back up. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's where are you gonna go? To do. They could put it. They could put him on like the main roster. He could wor- and let him just have like the, you know where uh, he would excel the, with. He, he would excel, and this might sound fucking crazy, but with uh, Baron Corbin. As I was a, just gonna say, let's have a mall metal feud yeah. with Baron Corbin. Yeah. <laughs> just play the corn in the background and let these idiots just like do their shit. Oh my god, just a total mall metal feud of those two guys. A fucking hot topic gift certificate on a whole match. <laughs> <laughs> I like your tats, man. <laughs> Sick tats, bro. Sick tats, bro. <laughs> your hot topic gift is going to pull, man. I mean, okay. A scene girl on a pole, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay, just, just to divert the topic real quick. Look at the guys that got called out from NXT. Matt Riddle is coming up with inventions to get over. Bro-nuts. Uh, with all this stupid shit, uh, the Hardy Bros. What? Uh, Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle. Overrated. How about Keith Lee? What did I tell you about somebody, Keith Lee? Somebody wrote that on here too. What did, did I you tell you about so, Keith Lee? So talking about Keith Lee, did you see all the dirt sheets and stuff saying that he got sent down? He's, that's mind boggling. He's, he's but... going to get classes by Drew Gulak and Adam Pierce twice so, a week. So well, what is it, what is that saying though? Like that a, Vince doesn't like him. Vince Vince doesn't like. If he, he doesn't, doesn't like him, why would Thank he do you. that? Yeah. Do what? Vince can just be like, yeah, no, and just not have you on television. Mm. Vince if, doesn't like him, but everybody else likes him. Yeah. So that's the thing. Dusty like, Rhodes so, is so, the one so that this like, is a last, gave him his... This is a last Lord. resort sort yeah. of deal. And yeah. I think this is the last step for him. I said that a thousand that's, times. That's totally Transitional I champion. Think, I think... Transitional champion his, 101. His that, that's problem, totally fucked up because he got the short end of the stick on this one, man. His main problem is He got called up probably against his will. Yeah. 
personality. Yeah. Now let me ask you. Well, a, he got called up at the wrong time because if there wasn't this fucking COVID in there, it was actually fans. Yeah, he would be over let shit. Me, let me exactly. ask you. Let me ask he, you. He's a product of today's yeah. wrestling COVID yeah. world. And, and I absolutely. like him. He's some huge people have excelled because of it. Other people have, yeah. you know, kind now, of fallen yeah. by the now wayside. Now, in the in the eyes of a professional wrestler, when you watch his matches, what do you think of him as a wrestler? He's. He's a weird like enigma with me, like because he's he's I'm it's, very he's a more evolved big guy now. Yeah, I'm very interested in him. I think he has what it takes to be a huge star in the company, but he's not a hundred percent because he can wrestle everyone. So that yeah, at least doesn't that's the pigeon nice thing toe him. Is he could to... wrestle anybody, but his mic work is horrible. Horrible, right? He can't get a promo across. Horrendous. And and he does look a little clunky sometimes, and his punches are shit. And like, I want. I do shit, like that grizzly magnum where he hits you with that double I chop. I love the Holy double chop. Shit. I love the double chop. What I can't fucking stand. This is one of my biggest pet peeves in wrestling. Don't say the spear bump. No, no, that's fine. The the clothesline when someone ducks under. And he just over the tops it every single time so that he doesn't hit the guy. When you th- um, when you throw a close so line, when you you punch through. Just fool me at the mouth right now, everybody. It pisses me off so much. When you throw a clothesline, you punch through, and if you hit the guy, fuck him. You hit the guy. All right. Uh-huh. Like the problem every single time with him uh-huh. when he throws a clothesline that he knows that someone's gonna duck under, his arm so he- is way up high. And the guy can, like doesn't have to duck under it. It looks horrible. So maybe those and that are the drives things me that insane. maybe those are the things he's got to go refine. Yeah, I mean, and that's a hundred percent. Like that. I mean, I'm not. Like, that's where I would call trip look, and be like, Dad, they're picking I've, on me. Look, this guy is wrestling in the performance center. I wrestled at Brick VFW. All right, so. How Whatever. fucking dare you? That's prestigious, you ass. I love Brick VFW. Yeah. Don't I've, get me wrong. I've seen a couple shows there. Not gonna lie, it's great. <laughs> but but like at the end of the day, it's like how the fuck do you not know that? How do you not know how to throw a proper clothesline? I think that he he got like Jeff said, he got called up at the wrong time. Yeah, in my opinion. But the other issue is too is that they've been talking to this guy for seven years already. Yeah, because yeah, been I think he turned down forever. an offer earlier, yeah. and then he or he lost out. No, I think he said. He, he had cut. an offer. He got cut. Yeah. He got another offer, and then you know he yeah. made the most of it. But what kills me is like this: now he's up full time, and I'm using air quotes. Nobody can, other than you guys can see it. I synced it. But like last Survivor Series, he was hot. December, he was hot, and yeah. then the Rumble, he was hot. So you got that exposure. So he was hot because he was in NXT, and it was very brief moments that. That's the only reason why he was hot, him, as opposed to like full blown matches. You see him every week. Now you realize like he can't really do anything. He, uh, I don't know. The match last night with him against the Miz and Morrison. I, I'm, I'm sick. Oh, underrated John Morrison. Yes, Holy. overrated. John overrated. Morrison. Get you out of here. You think John Morrison's overrated? Totally overrated. Get oh, out of here, John Morrison. <laughs> wow. Well, this is a this is a this, again everybody listening out there. This is a personal list, so. 
Yeah, it's um, all personal. Yeah, it's all personal. So I, in my opinion, I'm sure a lot time. of people are think that we're assholes for saying Warriors yeah. is overrated. Oh yeah, this and is Hogan. just last time on the podcast. <laughs> well, let's have this debate. Wow. Let's talk about Morrison. I'm why sorry. you like him and why I don't. Before I say that, I'm sorry for all the Keith Lee fans out there. That, ooh, this is for the fourth week in a row that we bash Keith Lee. Uh, fourth but week like in a row, Keith Lee. you guys bash Keith Lee. I like. I, I this like is my Keith first Lee. week bashing him, but yeah. I actually love Keith Lee. Same. Uh, just working your fucking clothesline, you. Um, fucking idiot! So stop what, changing what? your outfit and song every two weeks. That's not on. That's him. not on him, dude. <laughs> His know. song now is actually really good. It's better. I, I listened like to it again yesterday. The original yeah. one, right? Where he's actually doing Keith the, Lee. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't actually, even do like, his rapping taunt it. anymore, and that's kind of annoying. Like he but. hardly even does his taunt, and that taunt is great. Mm-hmm. I, li- but, I love. Uh, Morrison. Yeah, so Morrison. We need to know about Morrison. I just fucking love. I just love it. He's just. What do you love? Tell me what you love about him. Well, one, his stuff that he's doing with the Miz is that's underrated because no. he carries a lot of these because he has those. It, it might seem corny, but you know what? It works because that's just how they're going. It's a corny thing that they're doing. It's definitely So corny. it plays into it. So yeah. it's fine. Yesterday's shit. I don't think it's the first time he's done that either. I think he did that a long time ago um, yeah. for McIntyre because I think somebody put up uh, two side-by-side pictures. Yeah. He yeah. literally did the same thing again. Um but I, I I love his in ring work. He's just like so flashy and like I like that like parkour kind of style parkour, where yeah. you're just transferring energy and it's you just, just look like a silver bullet and you just keep bouncing around. But to me, it's believable. But that's always been his thing. It's not like it's ever changed and he's yeah. putting on a front. Yeah. Um, and as you see, he's being used as a I lackey. hate to say a, a jobber or a lackey, but a lackey. He's doing a lot of the the leg work here yeah. for anything the Miz yeah. is doing because the Miz isn't good. Because the Miz is overrated. Yes, but I think they're both overrated. Mm-hmm. The, the issue that I have with John Morrison is that he doesn't lay his shit in at all. So everything looks and feels like a feather. Like everything, he so, doesn't connect with anything. So I, no I punch, that I can no understand. Kick, I get it. Nothing. Yeah, he doesn't connect. I guess from a, a actual workers. Yeah, from a yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, I mean, because. <clears throat> If I, you want to see, if, if it, we're going to do it, you got to do it. Being a wrestler ruined wrestling for me, 100%. <laughs> you think well, soda's being a chef. Yeah, yeah. the same thing with <laughs> me and Alex. We're, we, we work in kitchens, so if we go I to... I hate a, cooking for myself when I get home. Yeah, and if we go to a Thank restaurant... Thank God for yeah, We go to a restaurant that's that's well-renowned for their... a bowl of cereal. For their steak. Oh, man, this steak sucks. You're a professional wrestler. You watch wrestling. Man, right. that guy sucks well, at throwing punches. how many times punches. we go to a restaurant and you're with somebody else and they know that you cook and they're like, oh, so what did you think of the food? And you're like, it's fine, it's good, whatever. Yeah. yeah, and they want to get the chef's opinion. Same yeah. thing with you. Yeah. It works the same way. I mean, that's like uh, that bothers me so much about him, and he's horrible on a mic, like horrendous. Unless he's doing that stupid the the gimmick that the he's gimmick doing right he's now, doing now is the only thing he's actually done since he's been back. As shit. I think it's just cheesy. A lot shit. of the stuff has been cheesy yeah. on WWE, and recently. they know it, and they're they just know, l- yeah. laying it in totally. Yeah, which I completely understand. Yeah. I get it, I, but it's just <laughs> it does nothing for me as a as a fan. It doesn't like it. Just it drives me insane when I see somebody who's super talented because the guy's absolutely talented. The guy's in wasn't phenomenal he in, in, uh, shape. Triple A, like the Mexican promotion yeah. for a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Lucha, Underground. Lucha, Lucha Underground, Lucha Underground. Uh, yeah, the guy, and you Johnny know what? Mundo. He's fine in another company like that, where the good majority of the work that they do is just flippy stuff. So mm. I mean, you can do all so, the flips. And he's an and older guy; he's like forty-something years old. Yeah. Also. So would yeah. you put him in AEW? 
like, yeah, but I mean, he gets shit on. Yeah, by Kenny Omega. yeah, I know, but I mean, yeah, but that's Kenny Omega. We're talking about we're talking about flippy stuff. I mean, I think that kind of. I think that kind of fits him in that character of yeah. his Mor- skill set. You know, you know Darby what? I gotta Allen. be honest, dude. Oh like, God, Darby Allen. Morrison, Morrison, and Darby Allen is a horrible match to on paper because yeah. they're two totally different wrestlers, in my opinion. My, my my other problem, I don't buy him as being like anybody I'd ever be intimidated by. Okay, but a simple fact of when he was dating Melina. Like everybody ran a train on Melina, and he knew about it and didn't say a fucking word about it. So, like Batista literally walked up to him and said, "I'm gonna fuck Melina," and he was just like, "Okay." Like <laughs> I, I, I can't take you seriously ever. So that's a little bit, I guess, like you know, backstage bullshit. But like, Kayfabe, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I don't buy you as being anything at that point. You're just a bitch. <laughs> So there's yeah. the professional wrestling. There's professional wrestling. John Morrison. <laughs> there's my John Morrison. Don't I mean, again, I, when John Morrison was we're a, talking about choo-choo trains, kids, for those yeah. little <laughs> listeners yes. that we actually do have. Oh, I apologize. When uh, when no, John Morrison was an M and M, I mean, like, you know, he was good. I mean, um, he had a singles run, an IC champion, had a couple shots at the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he that doesn't was, bother uh, me. Mercury, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't bother me as a wrestler. Uh, so for me, I wouldn't just lay consider something him. in, lay one thing in, just yeah. a kick that looks good. I, I wouldn't know. consider him to be over or. Well, underrated. I don't think I don't think he's really ever been in a, a position to be anything but kind of funny. Like I don't think he's had too many serious roles. Well, you know what? Oh, he should he should have had a serious <laughs> role when he was working with Miz on Miz's championship run. Like when Miz won the belt and then he had to go against Morrison and everything like mm-hmm. that, like you should have had this whole like, you know, I want revenge on this guy. Like that's what he yeah, should have done. Yeah, that's like my spotlight. Yeah, yeah, and the feud was garbage. Well, maybe was that's garbage. coming. Maybe yeah. they'll they'll run that mm, back. I don't yeah, know. Like you're talking like something like 10 years ago. No way you remember. I don't, I, I, I don't, think, I don't think you can have the Miz – be a champion and have John Morrison who had to do a total face turn to be behind like to be the number one guy that the fans want to see the Miz go against Drew McIntyre is going to be in the I guess you look at it that way yeah Drew McIntyre is going to be the top performer in WWE for a long time he's going to be up there in my opinion and you know he should have been a decade ago yeah Mm -hmm. when he was the, the, the chosen one yeah Right, he's with the, doing, he's with the ugly ass IC belt. Work right now, yeah, know? I mean Drew McIntyre is good. I mean, don't get me wrong. Is he my favorite? No, he's not. I can't not. stand his finishing move. You yeah. don't like the claymore? I hate the claymore. The, the, the thigh dude, slap he on hell. Never that lays slap. that in. He never lays that uh, in. He did. He did. He got. He caught Brock a bunch of times during Brock those is, promos, though. Brock, you have to because otherwise, like, well, it's gonna look like utter garbage. Yeah. Well, I mean, but I mean, he, against really... anybody else, all he does is just like run and like jump to his back, and like he doesn't look like he connects. Like he there's should a, be there's a couple that, that he, he needs. The a, camera work really helped him there, and others. It's all where camera like, work. With him. It's all camera work. But kudos to those he guys. needs to yeah i like i mean i now, think it's more over the camera guy or fucking drew mcintyre <laughs> at that point yeah, the guy but like the heavy thing but like mcintyre needs to do a different move i liked when he did like the future shock uh future DDT. Shock DDT. yeah like that was good but like and now it's a setup yeah but he needs to do like some he's a big dude why is he doing a kick that like you take your energy like you completely lose all of your side. Like when you're in air, it's going to be the same difference as if you're in air or me. 
Like it doesn't matter like what who's going to be hitting somebody with that damn kick. Well, he's also tall too. He also has that length. Yeah, but mm-hmm. he's got the reach like, like a boxer. He loses so much like uh, momentum when you're taking yourself out of the uh, you know off your feet like that. Well, because so it, it, it doesn't like, make uh, sense that he's doing a badass move like that. It's like you ever play Magic the Gathering. You ever play Magic the Gathering where you do a move and then it takes some of your mana and your health yeah. points away, and but it takes out the rest of the guy. That's what it is. It's yeah, but just I like mean, self sacrifice. It's, it's better for Daniel Bryan, but it's not good for Drew McIntyre. Yeah, you know that's how I see. So it. What Drew McIntyre. So what do you think? Power guys only have to be power guys. They can't throw a little. They something can in there? do something, but that just doesn't look. What if he used that as a setup? Fine. Totally fine. If they switched it and he did that as a setup into the future shot. See, I don't think it I, I think I, I that would be better. I think the way it, it is now works as opposed to you do it the other way because the future shock DDT is, is nice and all, but it I don't want to say I, I'm looking I, for flashy I don't think, here, but I yeah. don't think either one of them are right for him. Mm. Like I mean if he what were would, to, So give me give me his move then. What's his finisher? I, I was <laughs> I would go with some, close, some type of clothesline. If he were, I mean, obviously, if he goes with like a burning hammer, it would be absolutely insane. But they're not going to let him do. A move and for like those that, who don't know what dangerous. it is, let him know over the air. It's with like the you know, hammer. like uh, basically, they put you up in like a torture rack, and then you drop him down for like a Death Valley driver. Okay, oh, so right. it's it, it's something like that. So I mean, it's a badass looking move. And he's big enough that he could hit that on everybody because he's jacked. Yeah. So, I mean, if he were to do a move like that, it would be so like, oh, my God, he just killed somebody. Mm. <laughs> you know, instead of just like, oh, here's that stupid kick coming. You know, if he were to do like that, even like I know now like fucking Mace does it. But like if oh, yeah. God, well, he did but if he did like, the you know, the two handed like, you know, like the Baldo bomb that Albert used to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Two handed yep. sit out yep. slam. That would look awesome. No, you know who, like did, that? You know who did that yesterday? Uh, Jackson Riker. Did yeah, that. Jackson yep. Riker. He did it one handed. The one handed. Yep. Yeah. So now you gotta get. That looked, that looked very. That looked nice too. It did. Look, it did look yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> that looked good. Yeah. It did, it did yeah. actually look good. Even if you gave like a nice spine buster, like something with power behind. Can it. Can we bring I, the spine I buster back the, uh, as a setup? Yeah, please, because that's a that's a move and a half right there, buddy. Even like you hold the guy up for like the world's strongest slam, you spin him out and do like a Uranagi. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, like a sit out rock bottom. You know, if if you were to do something like that, it just looks good, and it's like a power move for him. It's, I think with Sheamus, I like him doing a razor's edge better than him doing a bro kick. But I buy a bro kick more than that stupid uh, do you? Claymore. Yeah, you, I, I'm I'm but over, also I'm Sheamus over the is kick. a guy that lays his shit in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm over the bro mm. kick, the like those kind of kicks like that in general, like a pump kick or whatever. Because V trigger, yeah, I, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah, um, I'm over that. Like I, I'd prefer Sheamus to do white noise off the fucking middle rope, like he's yeah. been. That's awesome. White noise is a great move. That See, is because that's kind of similar to what you were talking about that Drew McIntyre should yeah. use, although it's adjusted yeah. slightly. Mm-hmm. That's a move. I kind of yeah. feel like like being a world champion, like you should have a good finisher. Like I, I know, I, like yes. An now, okay. RKO is a great finishing move. So I'll tell you right now, my least favorite finisher. I know we talked about finishers, and Jeff was on the episode for this, but I think the skull crushing this, finale this is quite possibly horrendous. the most horrendous finisher. And if he becomes a champion, I can't see that person. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre recovering. He's from too that. big to. I can't the right see. Way. And Drew I, doesn't take finishers that well anyway. But Drew McIntyre. Oh, yeah. I, I can't see. I know we talked about it before. Keith Lee 
I can't see Drew McIntyre taking it. I can't see anybody that's in that upper echelon of getting on the verge of a push or to be a former champion. I don't think getting pinned by a face buster. Essentially, he could could take out AJ. Like he could take out AJ Styles with it, but you better have AJ already beat the fuck up. Yeah. Well, that that's where I was getting at. So the only way I let's say Miz hypothetically cashes in whenever on on whomever. (laughs) I'm I'm just go with me here. Since we're talking about that move, he can't hit in on anybody that would have looked believable that he won it. So the only way for him to actually beat the person with the money in the bank briefcase would be somebody else taking the other person out. He literally just falls on the guy. Uh, some sort of weird roll-up or something. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's the only way it works. Because that move, the skull-crushing finale, I mean, it is not for me. Yeah, You know, it... It's, it's oh horrible. That it's, would be a good That would be a good setup move. Yeah. For let's say fine. he he really don't did. tell me he's gonna do the figure four. He's got the worst fucking figure four ever. <laughs> that's actually where I was going. With it. <laughs> I, I knew you were. That's why I said. <laughs> that's where I was going. Oh, he's yeah. got the worst figure four in wrestling. Because Mahoney put, a... put me in a figure four, and his legs didn't work. All right, <laughs> and he, his figure four was better than the fucking business. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, kind of like Lieutenant Dan. No, I mean we're talking and Missy Balls. We're, we're we're talking about the finishers and like. There are definitely a lot of finishers that are hot garbage. Are hot garbage that can be set up as set of moves, but oh, we gotta go ahead, go ahead. Oh, good. The um, like a good example, like I know I just I'm just spitting this out, but like Dolph Ziggler, right? So Dolph the Ziggler, zigzag. yeah, but the zigzag's not his finisher anymore. It's a, it's a kick because yeah. he he does the famouser, which used to be a setup for the zigzag. Mm-hmm. Then it was just a zigzag. Now it's a famouser slash zigzag leading into a super kick. Which is because he he's yeah. been he's been called the poor man Shawn Michaels like eight times. But in now the past they're month. actually leaning into now it. Now they're leaning into I it. I am so over Dolph Ziggler now. See, I like Dolph Ziggler. Oh, so there you go. See, I think Dolph, I think let, let's wrap I up this like segment Dolph here. Right I here think on Dolph. I, th- I think yeah. Dolph Ziggler is very underrated. Like okay, my my underrated guys right. Just I'm just spit out names: Cesaro, Dolph Ziggler, um, Drew Gulak is very underrated in my opinion. Um, I think he's a very g- good, good wrestler. In the match with Daniel Bryan when he opened up, uh, I forgot what pay-per-view that was, mm-hmm. Elimination Chamber. Uh, very good. Uh, if we're talking about underrated women, um, I mean, Bianca Belair. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying she's underrated, but she's up there. Overrated uh, woman is Shayna Blazer. I wanted to bring this uh, up before. I think Becky Lynch is overrated. There's my hot no, take. Becky's great. Ah, see, Fair I just Becky's I just don't. Great. I just think she's overrated. In Congratulations, my new mom, Becky. Yeah. Congratulations. Also. You're, but, um, you're over. You're underrated in my book, Becky. Yeah, it's just, and you can call me anytime. When yeah, you, I mean Nikki Bella. Nikki Bella overrated. Um, well, she was pathetic. She was pathetic. Any woman's champion before Charlotte Flair was, except Beth Phoenix was underrated. Awesome. Was Paige? Paige. And unfortunately, yeah. you know her career was cut AJ short, Lee. So. AJ Lee was in a bad time because she was the best one in the division. If you put her in now, I think she'd be better. Um, AJ was great. Yeah, what do you think? Underrated is Beth Phoenix. If you really want to find somebody, what do you think? I don't think anybody would ever say anything negative about Beth Phoenix. No, absolutely not. It's hard to. The Glamazon was an awesome gimmick. It just she was like 
five years right before she really needed yeah. to be because she helped usher so into what we're in. Were like that, yeah, man, and she was Natty, one of Natty's them. the link between these two. What do you think if, of her? If you think like, she, I like Natty. I, I like Natty. I like, I like Natalia too. She serves her purpose. She wrestles extremely well. She cares about what she's doing. She's a product of, and she's been there the for a long time. I and, think yeah, loyalty is there. Absolutely. Yeah. She she, she is, is the, she the is. most wins as a woman. Yeah. Remember wrestler? when they gave her that fart gimmick? I do remember. It was that. Just randomly, she would just fart. I I do remember that. That that's another Vince McMahon hates the Hart family. Fan. I mean, okay, yeah, but I mean, like, you, look at the yeah. shit. You remember when the revival had those shitty gimmicks? Fuck the revival. Before they left, I don't like those guys either. You don't like the revival? No, 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 trash. Overrated, yeah. trash. Totally yeah, okay, overrated. Oh, oh whoa, 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 right, overrated. Right. overrated. Goldberg, the Young Bucks. Ah uh, yeah. yes, yeah. mother of God, the Young Bucks, overrated. <laughs> yeah. You just I thought that was the fastest I ever seen you move. Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> that was easily the quickest I ever moved. By Not God, that's Jeff's music. Yeah. Take it over, brother. <laughs> By God. Oh my God, the that's Young Bucks. That's big Jeff's noise. By God. <laughs> Jesus Christ! The uh, match with the Young Bucks and a revival was so drawn out. Just I didn't watch it live. Oh my God, it was just feeding to internet trolls garbage. Oh yeah, it was just. just AEW caters to what the internet fans like. I love like. AEW. So do I. I 100% love it, but I'm really like, I can't stand watching the Young Bucks wrestle. I, mean, I just can't. They're... I never liked them. I never thought they were entertaining. It's the same old shit over and over yeah. again. And I know that they Super kind of like make uh, it, they just like the make new it day. seem like it's supposed to be. <laughs> New Day's entertaining. No, yeah, but and they have personalities. Okay, okay. Yeah, the New Day and the Young Bucks are in the same category. They're not. Yes, they are. They're not. It's the same shit every week. The same shit. You no, know they it. Have a, they have a third man. You know it. Change with that. You, you know, know it though. Just admit it. Just admit it. Though the the New Day because is the, the Young Bucks of the WWF. The third person really does Who? make Big a huge e? difference when they Big no, E. Big E's gone. I'm talking about like you know New Day like back. okay. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah, I thought. I always was entertained. Same by shit. Biggie's Big underrated. Biggie is Biggie is hilarious. Underrated. He's a he's, he's a hilarious. New music, being. phenomenal. I love it. His ring work <laughs> is great. His gimmick's that. great. Yeah. Everything about Bring back him. the five count, please. Yeah. Bring back the five count. Kofi Kingston, awesome. Xavier Woods, underrated. Because he can work, but he's he's just broken. Like he's broken down. Like his neck is really bad. Oh, like okay, yeah. So I, I mean, know. that's why he doesn't get like you know do the shit that he. That's why he was. They were a three, you know, because he yeah. had like a bad neck. So I personally love the New Day, and I don't think anything like they're like the Young Bucks at all. As far as the same shit going over and over again, the New Day promos from six years ago are the same promos as they are now. Not it's the true. same exact thing. It's not true. Yes, it is. No, power, I, power, I know positivity, pancakes. Uh, making fun of yeah, but making fun of the that, other team. It's the same thing, that, man. But when they say the stuff to make fun of the other team, it's always different and hilarious. Yeah, okay, but I think they just. Got and g- have you ever watched their backstage interviews? Yes, they're seen the way Aaron better yeah. than what they actually put on in the ring. The fucking and, 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 like listen, and, and, the and time machine so much better stuff that they did. That oh, was come on with the vaude villains. Yeah, yeah but I mean, like, and, and I have seen the spoofs that they do. They wear the different costumes. They get the fancy entrances. It's just to me as a wrestling fan, if you keep repeating and shoving down my throat, they it's came just dressed up as Dragon Ball Z. It How doesn't do matter. They came up as Dragon Ball Z. They dressed up as the Wyatt family. They dressed up as a lot of different things. But where's the problem? 
that was all different. I know. I, everything, I don't know. I just, everything that you just mentioned was different. It's yeah, not like they're coming out. I don't know. It's not like it was Cena where everything was hustle, royalty, respect, salute. Well, I mean, I mean the doom. same like, thing with that. Five, I mean, five like, between the New Day Pops and the fucking pancakes and the, the power of positivity, it's, to me, it just clumps up to be the same thing. I don't know. The it young really bucks, does. The young bucks. They do, were gifted the opportunity. The young bucks do the same thing over and over again. The New I think Day, the New Day does the same thing, and the ring they do the same thing. They over do and over the again. same thing in the ring. It, well, I'm talking about ring work mostly. Okay, the majority see, of what I do, I talk about is ring work. Okay, I'm talking so, about the other stuff. So that, that's that's where that's we're going. Why, yeah, that's yeah. why we have a disconnect. Yeah. So which is totally fine. That's like, fine. I I just don't like the New Day when people don't like the New Day. I just I can't stand them. Absolutely love them. I just think that I just think that they got gifted the opportunity, and yeah. then WWE hung they on to them for so long. Any fucking opportunity. They they when, made the opportunity when they, when they, they made the opportunity. A garbage gimmick. When when they they did get the opportunity though, after they lost a couple times, and the fans hated them, but then the fans got behind them, and they, all this shit comes out for them to be more of a marketing plan, which I don't blame McMahon for, but I think it's in the eyes time. of Huh? I think it's about time that they actually gave somebody, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've been on top for what six years? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, especially people. But you know what? They would have been. They would have been broken up a long time ago if they weren't over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it would have died. I think there's time for the die. And leading into this weekend, I want to talk about the TLC Mm. preview. I think. uh, I think it ends this weekend. I think that it's time for the Hurt Business to win. They're losing. I think a hundred percent that it's time for the Hurt Business to win. The Hurt Business right now is doing some of the best work on the WWE roster between four guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know that Riddle. I know that Riddle is going to get fed to Lashley. Everyone sees it effing coming. And in my, I said Keith Lee Lashley weeks ago. You did, but it's going to be Riddle against Keith Lee now, and then you're going to have Shelton and who I deserve who deserves to be a champion, in my opinion. We talked about him before being underrated. Him and Cedric taking down Xavier and Kofi of yeah. the New Day. You don't keep running it back so many times with so no. many opportunities. They're no. cleaning up what they should have done weeks ago. First yeah. of all, yeah, and they the, know they messed Xavier it up. Woods, and that's where they're going. Let, with this let Xavier Woods do a show in G four. Let Kofi wrestle. Just just end it now. Just end it now. It has to be they, done. It's definitely going to be done. It's going to be done. Just by the way that uh, Big E completely changed. Yes. Yeah. I mean, slightly changed. Yeah. You know. All he, need, I mean, all he needs you know is new, like he needs new clothes. Change. He does. Yeah. I like that change better than when they split up the shield and it took, I don't know, eight years before Roman Reigns took the stupid fucking vest off. <laughs> and yeah. he still comes out to his stupid fucking song. <laughs> Take the stupid vest off. You look like Aladdin. Well, he's coming up. With, <laughs> he's coming up with new music. But um, I mean, the shield. Yeah. I don't know. They were good. I mean, obviously, the singles careers are better. But um, the shield was good. Shield was I, good. I, I liked him as a now. Singer. Now him. Now Roman leading into Kevin Owens this uh this Sunday, which could be the main event. Probably it, it should be. should be the main event. Will it be? Because that that thing's gonna be brutal. Oh yeah, it's gonna be that, brutal. I'm excited. And that's for a that stipulation match. match this is, correct. This yeah. is this is Kevin Owens' is this best chairs work match or a TLC match. TLC. This is Kevin Owens' best work in WWE since he got called up. And when he was NXT champion, he's a face doing it. Kevin, Kevin Owens. Owens, underrated. I'm sorry, underrated. Underrated. Yes. Thank you. Yes, love Kevin Owens. So do I. He's Me the. Too. I said it yeah. before, and I'll say it again. He needs if, a great run. If you're starting a company yes. from the ground up, up right now, and you I'm need one guy, I'm, I would take Kevin Owens. I would take Kevin, Kevin Owens. Owens. Fits all these these categories you need him to be in. Yes, hundred percent. I would take. He fits the same categories. Little guys. He can talk. Like he fits the same categories. Face or heel doesn't matter. Yeah, totally. 
I would take him over Adam Cole right now. I would take him over. I don't like Adam Cole. See, I do, but I mean, yeah, whatever. That's that's another topic. That's a, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I mean, I I know that Kevin Owens is going to lose. I know that. If you're a true wrestling fan, he has to. You yeah. know that Roman Reigns is going to be champion for a very long time. Yeah. Now, and that's why the stipulation. Now is this Owens, this really, bullshit but. that's coming out. Vince doesn't want to do Rock Roman now. He oh. wants to save it for a crew for fans. Well, they we said that a may, long time ago. They may be doing Goldberg Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I swear to God that this may happen. All right, let's move on because we already took way too much time. You should have made me pissed off earlier. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> we're not going to get Rock and Roman, but Rock and Russell. Rock and Russell. No, but um, <laughs> I miss Rock and Roll wrestling. Yeah, so do I. I had the bed sheets when I was a kid. Hillbilly Jim was my favorite in the show. Um, no, but I love how Kevin Owens is like pointing, like, po- sorry, poking the bear with this whole family thing. Like, this is like. Did you see that promo that Reigns cut in the back yeah. after he beat? Holy shit. I was yeah. convinced. I wanted to beat him up. He's like, sorry, kids, but there's no food left or something that like that. That was so good. Yeah, oh but I God, mean, I love the stuff. work on the promos with these two, and they bond well together. I do see Roman winning, though. Uh, yeah, that's. Yeah. Roman has to win. Yeah. There's no doubt. Like yeah. I love Kevin. Roman has to carry Roman this championship. Has to win. Yeah, he he needs to hold the belt for a while. There's nobody on the show that can that can take the belt off Roman right We've now. We've said this for. Or there's we'll nobody on the show that should take the title. Yeah, off there's no one that will or right. should. Um, so we'll, I'm gonna lead into the Drew McIntyre, uh, AJ Styles match. This this is this is the little curveball for me. It it really is There's because so I can't be mad if you say AJ should take it, and I can't be mad if you say Drew keeps I it. I do want AJ to take it, but I do think Drew's going to keep it, and I do think Miz is going to cash in and lose. So then that's done. You that's just done. cleared like three storylines out of the way. Miz cash in and lose because I'm so tired. Of you the knew money he was. You knew he was going to lose it. They just needed to put it on somebody who's more convincing that will lose. Yeah. It. Yeah. That that is a hundred percent true. WWE keeps telling you every week, "Oh, well, you should cash it in." AJ AJ literally said, "Oh, well, you should cash it in uh, on me, whatever." Yeah. And then John Morrison, your boy, Jeff, <laughs> is like, "Yeah, you should." He, he's a lot easier. He's he's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> so so if Jeff started a Survivor Series team, it would be he'd be the team captain, and then he'll have Christian. Oh yeah, give he'll, have he'll have Drew Christian McIntyre, and, and Damian Priest. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be Christian, and Jeff Jamie, and Priest. That's my other one. I fucking hate. J-E, I didn't even bring him up. Double F. Double J. <laughs> so I didn't even bring him up. He's just uh, absolutely. But pathetic. so if I can see it going both ways, do what? What titles do we see changing? Let's, let's always start I, there. That's we see nice. the tag team titles. Right here looking at. Thank see you. the tag team titles changing. Yep. Um. Hundred yeah. percent. You got Randy and Bray. That's gonna be a good match. I think Bray's gonna win. I think Randy. I Bray think Bray's gonna go over. Yeah, he I needs think Bray kind of needs. He to. needs this he win. He does. He just did he like a switch. Uh huh. Yep. So he needs to win. Because um, he technically is a face now. But that's gonna be a great match. That's yeah. gonna be. That's fun. gonna be a match of the night. The lead up has been really good. We match haven't seen night. Alexa Bliss in a couple of weeks either. Yeah, she, no, she'll get involved in it. She's filming something with Charlotte Flair or something. I heard. Oh man. Something outside of WWE. I don't care what. No. Yeah. She's very interesting. Um. New Day versus her business. Her business. I can see that her business win. Yeah. Yep. Um, that that matches to make amends for a couple. Weeks that's ago. gonna be the first match of the night. Yeah, belt change. Yeah, got it. yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, Shit ass Shayna Blazer, Nia Jax, Oscar. Who's the mystery partner? I don't know. It's not Lana. Uh, it's not Lana, but like, who else has been involved in this a couple? Mandy weeks Rose, ago? Dana she Brooke just came oh, back. Yeah, she just You're came right. back. It's gonna be yeah. heavy. 
Yeah. Well, the, you're gonna s- not split the two of them. Or, well, well, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. That's a non-issue. Uh, Sasha Carmella. This is Sasha. now this Sasha feud. Sasha needs it. Sasha, Sasha needs, needs it, it, but I could see like a switch. But I, I don't think they I, should. I could see it too, but then you got to figure out like booking later. Where does where do you go with the Sasha? feud? Sa- I mean, Carmella. Carmella has a lot of um, appraisal by Paul Heyman. I've read. Uh, Paul Heyman loves Carmella uh, in the ring. He, he thinks that she's a very good athlete, apparently. So if he has his finger on the pulse with that a little bit, maybe we'll see a title change. And then what do you do with he Sasha? Is, and you can have her go back She'd to the title. Lost. She'd be totally lost. Because you, you see Bailey and Bianca <clears throat> starting a little bit. Bianca's going to win clean this Friday. Mm-hmm. So maybe, I mean, is it time for Bianca? I do think part of me thinks that Bianca... Okay. If Sasha loses, I see Sasha winning the Royal Rumble, following the trend of the four horsewomen, Becky, Charlotte, Sasha. Talking about, yeah. Oh, I didn't really think about that. So um, I do see if if Carmella wins, then it's going to be Bianca against Carmella. Bianca has to be the next one. There's nobody else. Are you going to make Carmella a transitional champ? Yeah. Well, transitional champ to win. Mania is months away. Yeah. I don't think Carmella versus Bianca Belair will sell Mania. I no. think Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair will sell Mania. Right. Yeah. That, so then why take the belt off? I think off Sasha or... needs to stay. Champion? champion? Yeah. yeah. I don't think... Uh, I think Bianca should win the Rumble. Yes. And Sasha Agreed. still be champion. Because she was in the last four last the, year. Yeah. Mm. And that's the uh That's the money match. match. Yeah. That's definitely that's the money. money match. Yeah. So it's basically the same thing just reversed. Yeah, you have yeah. yeah. Just leave Carmella out of it. She's not ready. Um, She's an in between. That's why I think Sasha's going to win because yeah. there's another bigger feud. Obviously, this is December. You know, we, yeah. we'll be lucky it to get a big start. feud out of it. It should be the start. Yeah. Uh, Drew and AJ, we talked about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Roman Owens, we talked about. There's only like five six matches. It, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I can see matches. one. I mean, you Somebody will see. Get added I on love Friday. these short pay per views. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm loving these like two hours, two and a half hours, like. They, they start at seven. It'll be over before ten. Yeah, nine forty. Yeah, cool that's that. late. I'm totally cool. With that. I wish yeah. I had that when I was in high school, man. And a pre-show so match and got my grades up. What's a good pre-show match? We'll see. Um, Otis and mm, anybody. Oh, yeah. you know, there's a turn coming there. By the way, right? Oh, with Chad Gable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think okay. maybe, maybe, maybe a, a pre-show Dave match. Just like him, oh, it's amazing. Shit. Maybe a pre-show match we'll see would be maybe Baron Corbin against Murphy, oh, God. something like that. Um, we'll hot see. topic on a pole match. Yeah, put that, put that over. <laughs> there. Well, he doesn't dress like that anymore. He dress, he's dressed in these suits I now. Just look at him. The he king still yeah. just looks like he loves like fucking like Power Man Five Thousand. <laughs> <laughs> when worlds collide, ladies and gentlemen. No, I mean uh, it's yes. it's gonna be it's gonna be in my opinion a decent pay per view. I have better yeah, the expectations. Card is actually pretty nice. I have better expectations than Survivor Series because so we only said one this. Title change? One title change. Because the, the women's title. championship isn't being defended it on is. the Raw side. Oh, no, it's not. No. They're doing that thing where the women's. Yeah. That's two months in a row. Well, that's Wait, big. who's the woman's Sasha. Oscar. That's a shame. You have to say that. Yeah. Oscar. Yeah. Because Oscar has no opponent either. It's, There's nobody it's gonna, do it's, a it's going to be Charlotte Flair at Rumble because Charlotte Flair is going to come back. <sighs> so then that means she's got to win the Rumble. Who? No. Or, or Charlotte Flair is going to come back to wrestle at the, at the Rumble yeah, against yeah. Asuka. Uh, so if Bianca so wins. maybe we see that. Yeah. That'll be cool. Well, who knows? Yeah, it'll be fine. Asuka, Asuka Charlotte's good. 
So. Yes. Yeah, but Oscar I want. I, I really want Oscar to get her comeuppance for fucking once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I really think they missed the mark when I, I seen them in. And she was never should have lost. She shouldn't have she lost. Never should have lost that. Oscar uh, should have kept that, that streak going. That took away so much steam. It did mm-hmm. because we didn't see her do anything relevant for and, six months. And the yeah. same thing with Shinsuke. Same yeah, the same show. Thing with because remember, yeah. they won the Rumbles respectively that year. Mm-hmm. Both Japanese stars. Which is awesome. Yeah. Which is unheard of. And I was very. And that totally was the first women's of. Rumble, too. Totally unheard of. Yes, it was. Fucking awesome. So, uh, everybody out there listening, make sure that you listen to. Oh, we never gave away our winner. For oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, the winner. Just give it a uh, minute. No. Oh, yeah. But, uh, before, before we end our episode, we're going to announce our uh, week two winner of. Sunset Flip Radio's Christmas giveaway spectacular of greatness. And uh, after all the uh, people that commented about the worst main event at WrestleMania, we have a winner, and it is someone off of Instagram. You probably, you're probably friends with him. Uh, Ultimate Madness Figs. That's his username. Yeah, I know them. He's, uh, he's a cool guy because he puts up a figure a day of what he has, and he has the 72 Elite Monsoon that I want, Gorilla Monsoon. But uh, he is the lucky winner. Uh, I will be reaching out to you to mail you a Series 76 Funko John Cena uh, action figure. So you are the lucky winner. And uh, check out... What was the match that he picked? Uh, he picked Reigns Taker, and he gave a good reasoning why. Okay, I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Um, so we are going to be releasing Week 3... Which will we'll, we'll have four weeks of giveaways. Mm-hmm. So week three of our uh, Sons of Flip Radio's Christmas giveaway, we'll give the question out probably at the end of the week. Also the topic for next week, and we will touch on a reaction from TLC. It's the last pay-per-view of the month. Uh, in the meantime, you can check out all of the 36 other episodes on next Apple week will Podcasts. Be a Christmas episode. Yeah, it's a I'm Christmas episode. I'm not off again. Are you going to super kick Santa? <laughs> No, he's been good to me. Okay. Yeah, and then and then Not Stevie. Well, we're gonna do a Christmas Stevie. episode next week, and then the week after that is going to be the Satchel. Right. So uh, get ready for the Satchel in two weeks. Get ready for a Christmas episode next week. I got my questions. New Year's, yeah. New Year's Satchel. <laughs> right there. Um, it was, it was some kind of breaking news, but you can find us now on Google Podcasts. Mm-hmm. So, ladies and gentlemen out there, we are not just on Apple Podcasts and Podbean, but we're on Google Podcasts. So, if you have an Android phone. You can easily download Google Podcasts. Yeah, you free, can search. It's, it's free. free. You can search Sons of the Flip Radio. I had no idea about it. Alex texted me at 11 o'clock at night saying, dude, we're on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, or I, Google Podcasts. I, I, was in, I was just searching something, and then I was just like, ah. oh, because Google had a commercial about podcasts or okay. something. And I was like, oh, let me see if mine's on there. <laughs> and it was. I was like, and we're there. Oh, and okay. we're back. And we're back. Yeah. So and you can back. so you can check out all the Man 30 in the box. You get back, back in, in the box. box. You can check out all the other uh, 36 episodes and all um, <laughs> 336. <episodes. laughs> yeah. Again, yeah, all 36 episodes are available out there. And we will give their topics and our questions for next week. In the meantime, uh, please check out Jeff's YouTube uh, show at noise toys yes uh, n-o-y-z-e-t-o-y-z the next video that i'm gonna do is about the uh major wrestling figure podcast the toy drive that they did with ringside collectibles they donated over seven thousand toys this Jeez. year um That's one nice. person alone donated eleven thousand dollars 
two um, rings, you know, for the uh, toy drive, which right. is absolutely amazing. Wow. But uh, the video is going to be about, like, the journey that I had, you know, traveling up and everything. It was such, like, a killer time. I'm excited to put that one up. Sweet. Make sure everyone check that out. Subscribe to his channel. And um, as always, enjoy the pay-per-view. I'm, I'm Thomas Lisi. One half a sense of food radio, joined by Alex Drain and our special guest, Big Jeff Noise, yeah. coming back in. And check us out next week. Hey, y'all. wait, hold on. And you can hit the end button after this. One last thing to go on, and I'm going to break the room right here. And when I sell you to hit the stop, you hit the stop. Kenny Omega overrated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's another that's another discussion. Peace, love, and wrestling, y'all. Take care. <laughs>